Happy New Year! Happy New Year! No. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fate's End. Uh, it looks like we're ha- we're a little bit in Inception here. <laughs> Oh crap! I forgot. <laughs> we yeah, forgot. We're still to... dead. You're still red. <laughs> Dylan will fix that. He knows where the other one is. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, welcome everyone to Fate's and Homebrew Dungeons and Dragons game, driven by fate. I will be your tail waver for the evening. Let's get into our announcements. Uh, first of all, we want to shout out our partners. Of course, you want to shout out uh, Nine Realms Gaming. They create top-notch gaming accessories from the finest woods this realm has to offer. You can visit NineRealmsGaming.com and use our exclusive partner code LIAR10 to get 10% off your purchase. We also want to shout out Tabletop Audio at TabletopAudio.com for the ambiance that we use in our shows from time to time. And we also want to shout out Sirenscape, the ambiance sounds and music. Uh, We actually use our online player uh, that we use on stream as well. Uh, You can follow us on social media with command socials. Check out Ink and Liar on all of our social channels or if you want to follow this illustrious cast that joins me every, I look like an octopus. Um, this illustrious cast that joins me every single Monday. You can use command fate cast to follow the entire cast of Fate's End. Woo, other than that, announcements are pretty slim this, ev- uh, this evening. Uh, so uh, I believe Samson will be recapping the last epic battle episode that we endured last uh, last evening or last Monday. So, with that being said, the time has come. Let us draw our cards for tonight's episode of Fate's End. Hey, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not staying another night there in Saltstone. I'm just don't want the Lord's hospitality anymore. I guess you know. No, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like sleeping more these days, anyway. So, hmm. <laughs> what do you mean, why? I mean, look, come on. Um, yeah, I guess you probably haven't heard. Come, sit a spell, hang out here with me on the Vardo. I'll tell you what happened. Samson is upstairs looking at the unconscious bodies of his friend <laughs> and Finn. And he's sitting there <laughs> hanging out. Trying to figure, trying to parse together what's happened based on the information that Esperis has given him uh, and everything that's going on. Um, I believe we had already spoken about that Finn said he was going into a dream. Is that what Esperis told Samson already? I told him. I told him it was dangerous. I told him do it safely. He asked for the tools and I gave them to him. After the Levi stuff, I just wanted him to know that, you know, I still trusted him, you know? I just, I didn't want him to feel alone when everyone was being so mean to him. Just didn't realize he'd take that hammer and just beat Prairie over the head with it. A terrible mistake has been made. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. several weeks ago, Finn came and approached me and talked about how to dreamwalk. It's a very simple spell, normal, everyday things. Something that mm, most people do just to talk to one another. Pray and I did also talk to Cassius. Very normal thing, typically not an issue. However, for those of you who don't know, and maybe this is a spoiler for some of you, Finn is part Kalistar. Kalistar have a unique connection to the dreams, and sometimes when you go in there, it's not exactly safe. There are things in there that can hurt you that wouldn't be able to hurt someone else like us. So what Finn has done is set up a very dangerous 
dream walking scenario and we have to go in there and get them otherwise they're both going to die all right after everyone was assembled we followed them in Finn's nightmares just I hope he keeps them forever and then you all see a, a small tether reach around all of your wrists and connect like right here on the at the heel of your palm or whatever connects one person to the next as you all hold hands and then that goes forward and goes through into the fingers and veins of Finnelai, kept it connecting all of us to him. That's disgusting. And then everybody just falls unconscious as we all go in. We got the sense that something else had invaded his dreams as well. Could have been Vera, could have been a ghost. Turns out, it's one of the seven, the heir of night. Its back rips through the bottom of this tree and the entire oak splits into four as a red mist shoots into the air from the pure force. Large branches fall from it as it stands to its full height before you, looming down this titan of horror. It is hundreds of feet tall. This titan of horror and nightmares. Its arms resting at its side now, looking down at all of you with its five red eyes arching up. The sinewed cloak tattered around the splintered bone-like branches, tearing from its massive shoulders. Its body is hulking, standing tall to loom over. Its mouth pulls into an unearthly lipless smile and it pulls back over to reveal sharp, splintered bone teeth. Ludin, your heart pounding in your chest at this behemoth towering above you. You almost miss it, but from the corner of your eye, for just a moment, you see bubbles beginning to form on the surface of the blood pool next to you in the middle of the chamber. And you hear it speak once more. I am the fifth. The air. I will feast on your nightmares and regret until you are nothing more than a husk. Let's roll initiative to fight the air of night, shall we? Good. Wait, did you say the fifth? Yep. The fifth of of of, of the seven. Of man. The seven? To fight the fifth as Ralph. <laughs> we were outmatched outplanned in the enemy territory in a hostage situation without our cleric or queen. The protective symbols I gave everyone would pull us out if we fell, but we only had six parachutes for eight people. I mean, we had to kill it, or two of us were not getting out of here. Garrett got things started for us. One of the bow bros. The air of- Oh, oh yes, Garrett! Garrett is, Garrett is like, Garrett is a beast! Yeah, Garrett's it. Akron's magic had Luden zipping around the room. He always fights so valiantly. Courage in his heart. He's just, it's almost like he fights desperate, you know? Let's get it! So, you're hasting in it, Yeah, I'm gonna go, so I can go 60 feet, so I can go normal distance. Apparently. 
I'm gonna run all the way up. I'm gonna run all the way over here. And I'm gonna cast um, Hunter's Mark on him. Okay. And then I'm gonna use the rest of my movement to run away. So I'll get 50 feet over here. I don't think the others recognized him, but one of our old friends returned. Grevea, the, the totem of the mother that killed Finn's grandmother. Turns out it doesn't know me very well. I have many regrets, but letting people make their own choices and helping Aramir do so, that'll never be a mistake in my eyes. I'll never regret that. And for the record, I don't regret helping Finn do this either. Sweet. Shall I remind you all of your greatest regrets? And you watch as churning from this primordial soup of ferrous fluid and blood, you watch as a figure emerges. The form is familiar. You see just these larva maggots crawling out of the side of this face of this form, out of its fingertips, dripping down onto the rock as it claws its way out of the blood. And you see that smile. Revere. We saw Finn and Prey drowning in the blood. I went to Finn first. The second I tethered him, he vanished. The protections were working. Finn, Samson is holding your neck. Your eyes snap open for a brief, very brief moment. What does Finn see, Samson, before he disappears? At this point, there's nothing there but just the angry visage of the true fae that tiefling that Samson is. Eyes completely black, just the devil incarnate right there in front of him. Like they're like he's he's literally dripping crimson blood from being in this water. After that, my tether was gone. It's not my first time though, and it kind of might be nice to sleep forever. Anyway, I couldn't let one of my friends do that, so I helped Ralph get to the queen. <laughs> I think he's going to look around, and he's going to see Traoria, and he and he's thinking to himself. This is the person we're here to save. Above all else, this is the mission. So he's going to hope that somehow he can get there in time, maybe. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to run my full 30 feet over to Ralph. I'm going to embrace him and say, only you could save the queen. (laughs) And then I'm going to dimension door both of us over to pray. Oh, my God. Uh, 500 feet. Uh, within 500 feet, I'm going to move Ralph and myself over to Prayaria, put him right there, and he's like, and he's like, do it, do it, grab her, hug her, now! Okay, up! <laughs> Mission accomplished. Finn and Prey were saved. Now time for the tricky part. Escape. Rimbles is a servant of death. He doesn't force its hand, but he can quicken its pace. Esprit brought some of that death magic with her today. Rolled a 15. <laughs> Esprit casts Disintegrate. Woo! Finally. <laughs> she what does raises that look like? Her hand. 
and shimmering out from under, she's still got the fucking hat on, the green vestments given to her by Levi. She lifts her hand, sickly green energy, the kind that you normally see produced by Finn, comes forth from her finger, and she's going to do 10d6 plus 40 force damage. Do it. Let's see. Without Finn and Prey to worry about, we were free to overwhelm the air. I enhanced Aquin's armor a bit, and uh, he made quick work of her. I'm going to cast Polymorph on Akron. I'm going to make him a giant ape. And you can all see that Akron, who has taken so much damage and had all this happen to him at the same time, the armor that like comes up around him, this tree-like stuff, begins to grow and mutate on top of it. He's going to have the stats of a giant ape, but he literally looks more like a tree ant than he does an actual ape. Failing is saved, but as he falls, he manages to grab a chunk of the earth and then lift himself up with one mighty, one mighty fist and rear back and just launch the launch the rocket at the uh at the air of night. And as as the boulder hits it, it finally uh drop dr- uh, drops the giant thing. Without the air holding us there, we were free to leave this dream realm and Return to Saltstone. And just like that, it was over. It was quiet. Another seven was expelled from this world. Another close call with death. The despondent face of a lying child staring back at us again. I hate it when it looks like that. I just don't understand. It's not like we tell no, or at least that I don't. We fought and killed a seven, so it's not like he did something wrong either. It's just. I want us to do it together, and I don't know. I think all these days in Arroyo are making me soft. See, he looked at me, and he said he was sorry. And I believed him. He's a liar. And he isn't sorry. He never was, and he still isn't. Happy New Year! (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We return as you all just wake up back in Saltstone, no longer in the nightmare world. It's quiet. Groon's face solemn. Ludin, you tell Finelai, you're going to get us all killed. And you walk out of the tower. Groon, finishing his task of watching over you all, quietly nods, kind of turning to leave. Uh, the moment becoming awkward and uncomfortable. And he has high enough passive insight to recognize roughly what's going on. So he leaves. And as he does, he runs into Sylvie. 
And Sylvie just kind of peers around and says, is, um, is everything all right? And Ralph, seeing her, seeing her after all this time, what he went through, how he could have died, just waltz, waltz, waltz right up to her, his swagger, and just grabs her and like dips her and kisses her on the mouth. And uh, she, he lifts her back up and she's just like, Ralph, <clears throat> that, that, she kind of just like looks at the rest of you behind just all staring. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> she just goes in and gets us back. <laughs> and he picks her up and walks down the hallway away from you all <laughs> and Yo, just bro. carries her. <laughs> That's my bro. Garrett's walking behind going, yes. There's Garrett in the back. (laughs) Is there anything any of you, any of you would like to say to each other before you take a long rest? Or do you all quietly take a moment to reflect on everything that has happened here? And yeah. What time is it? Late in the evening, probably. Eight o'clock. I think um, I know for Samson, um, he's gonna hang out there because to to reset. We we just got back. We got into our bodies. Everybody's still pained up from all of this. He's Samson sitting there with Priaria and Fen, and there's a moment of quiet. I think I think Samson probably sticks around for like. Maybe for like five to ten minutes, um, as they just sit in the silence and um, like allows his heart rate to come back to normal-ish um, with whatever he can do. And then, um, before we go to bed, I'm gonna go find Luden and Akron, and hopefully they're out somewhere having a drink. And I want to go talk to them. Hundred percent. Luden is drinking for the first time in like six months <laughs> since we summoned Samir. He's pounding it back. I, I imagine. I imagine. I probably don't say anything to Prayaria or Finn as I get up to eventually leave them there. But maybe, maybe later. It's just too raw right now. And then, uh, then I'll go find them. Are 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 you two drinking somewhere? Yeah, I'm drinking at a bar, not at this place. Wherever this is, like we're out. I'm out of Saltstone. Or what is this? The yeah, Saltstone. Saltstone. I'm out of Saltstone. I'm at some hole in the wall somewhere. Hopefully, there's like not a lot of people there. Like it's like that and dirty, nasty, that kind of place. <laughs> Away from all things clean. Yeah, Akron's on the roof. <laughs> Surrounded by his plants, he likes it there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find. I'm gonna fly up and go find Akron and be like, uh, I just I fly there. I'm like, hey, what's it? Hey, do you wanna? I saw. I can see Luden. He's heading out um, to that little tavern on the outside of town. Do you? Do you wanna maybe go out and get a drink with us? Ah, oh, what the hell? Yeah, take take the edge off. It's a quite the. Um, quite the endeavor yeah. I'm then assuming we've had a short rest in this amount of time I'm gonna cast fly on both of us so we can go catch up to Luden super fast 
Oh, neat. Complete waste of magic doing it in <laughs> So like 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 bullets like we're superheroes would come flying up to catch you, Luden. Uh, <laughs> is definitely like pretending to swim and like doing everything but going fast. He doesn't fly off. Oh my god. <laughs> but eventually we get there. Hey, did you already order drinks, Luden? Or Whoa. like Hey, yeah, hey. 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 Did you already order drinks, or should we get a one for the table? Uh, no, sit down. A bartender, or one of, one of the waitresses walks over to you, and she's like, what can I get you? Uh, any of your strongest stuff? Whatever. What is, you want oh. something that's going to rip the skin off your throat? Yeah, that sounds good, right? I drink it all the time. I'll get what? you something. Wait, we, no, let's be clear. We don't want jet fuel. We want something that's good, that's going to be good for your heart and good for your soul, you know? Maybe something that's actually good. You got any top-shelf stuff? You look around at the seedy bar that you're in, hole-in-the-wall bar that Ludin has picked out. <laughs> Samson sees all the bars in, on the mortal plane as they're all seedy bars. <laughs> Well, this is like, definitely there's, there's no there's this no is definitely difference. a pit. <laughs> you look over and like the 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 caps uh, on like the liquor, like one of the like like it, like the top of it is just like cracked. So like <laughs> so like they're pouring from like a broken bottle. <laughs> Lovely. Um, Akron normally walks around barefoot. Uh. You might not even notice, but he's, he's definitely got some shoes on now. Vines she looks at you. Don't worry. No one's got tetanus in years. Mm-hmm. And just 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 more more uh, moss and plants just grow around him <laughs> like a like a big coat. <laughs> but I mix you up something real good. I'll go mix something up. What else? What else? Is just bring it on over. It'd be great. Okay, she go, she leaves. Hey. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Hey, I wanted to, and he, he he grabs the two of you like around the shoulders. Hey, I want to thank the two of you today. You both did a fantastic job, and I know that I asked you to do something you had no idea what it was, and I just I'm very thankful that you just jumped into the fray. I, I, how was your trip? I guess. Oh, you mean to Luden's home? Yeah. Oh, it was lovely, actually. We met some foxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Moved them into the windmill. I haven't felt this good in a while. Uh, not Obviously not now, but that was, that was a lot of calm. And it felt good. It felt really good. Yeah. I'm sorry you had to... I'm sorry you both had to walk back into such a mess. It's... Um, no, not what we wanted, of course, but um, I, I just and he's gonna pull out the book now and and pass over you, Luden, and he's gonna open it up. And you can see that Finn is signed and Akron is signed. Currently, Akron's like all the names in the book glow, but currently Akron's name is like fizzled out with ash because it's already been used today for for the for the Death Ward stuff. You can see that Priory is signed and Finn is signed and Akron is signed, um, and he's gonna offer it to you, Luden, like. I just, I'm just glad the two of you are around for this sort of thing. I'm just, 
really thankful for the way you guys fight and the way you just I don't know something about all you humans just try to, <laughs> try to do the right thing you know <laughs> crazy always comes back to this I swear uh, you know it's funny I have never I have never felt more human than since I've started hanging out with you Liam. so thank you Samson yeah 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 although are all did you have to pick like the nastiest bar i i hey yeah. this is this is a regular bar akron they're all like this i didn't think you had to be mean you gotta come talk to us at this bar at the very least so this uh, i i appreciate you saying this it'll it'll help keep you alive and uh, and i want you around while we're in the in the wilds i think it'd be good for you and um, I'm, 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 I'm glad the two of you are going with us, you know? Thank you. Well, thanks, Samson. You are a good leader. And everybody made it out alive, so. <sighs> Aside from maybe a couple of night terrors, I think, I think I'll be okay. Speaking of which, yes. um... I I wanted to talk to you actually, Samson, at some point, you know. Um the trip to uh see my mom was enlightening. I got to do a lot of thinking. And I, I think I get it now. What you were talking about with leaving someone behind, finishing the mission. Um I don't know if I can leave anyone still, but I think with everything that's been going on, I've changed quite a bit. Um, you remember our first day meeting with the bandits? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to talk to them before we did what we did. If I could go back now, I don't think I would be in the mood for much talking. Um, I don't know what that says about me. Um, with all the problems in people's lives, they seem to get, be getting like a, a lot smaller. The world seems to be too big start worrying about individual people. And I get that now. Um, again, I really don't know what that says about me and the way things have changed me. But I'm not sure I like it. That makes sense? Yep. Certainly does. <laughs> well, I think it means you're... It could possibly mean that you're almost ready to lead other folks. Because <laughs> in time, people may put their faith in you. And you make decisions like not talking to the bandits 
because you're protecting the people who trust you so much. And if you're starting to have those thoughts now, then, I don't know, maybe you're getting to the point where it's time to have some followers, you know? (laughs) (laughs) To do some good and do what's right in your mind. Because that's all we can ever really do is what's right for us at the time. It's the reason that I hate Finn and that I love him too. <laughs> it's the reason we hate him. It's the reason we love him. He does what he thinks is right all the time, right in the moment. And he's not thinking like you are right now, Luden. And it's because he's not ready. I I don't know if I can do that again, Samson. I'll be honest with you. That was I it's it's a lot to keep blindly following Finn into whatever danger he gets us into. Well were you blindly following Finn or were you blindly following me? Because I thought you both were, I, I was just so thankful the two of you just walked in and immediately took everything I said right to heart and did the right did exactly what I asked of you. We weren't following Finn, we were saving Finn. And the Queen. And the Queen. <laughs> I just I just really appreciate the two of you. There you can't really ask for better friends and comrades than you two. Makes sense. Either way, kind of here to let's drink. Yes, drinks, yeah. all the uh, drinks. I'll, I'll buy all the drinks tonight. I'll, I'll put it on the on the Lord's tab. I will promise you uh, I don't have much blood left in my body. So uh, Drunk Luden is coming out tonight, and he might not go away for a while. Um, we have two days, I think, before we leave. I will be drunk for at least one of them. Uh, Samson raises his glass to toast to the drunkenness. Wait, wait, what? You tries to drink with as well. The drinks arrive. <laughs> okay, let's do it. She, she's got like she's got a very nice tush, like a very it like kind of wobbles when she walks. So it's very, it's very like it's, it's a it's a luscious booty, and she just kind of like shuffles over to you guys, and she goes, "All right, he is the shooter," and she puts down two in front of each of you, and one you see what looks to be a raw oyster. In the other, you see, uh, you're not entirely sure, but it smells kind of vinegary. Um, it, it's got vodka in it, and uh, it, it smells a little bit like balsamic vinegar. So there's like this sweetness to it. She's like, all right, this is how you do it. You take the oyster, you knock it back, and then you, you take the other shooter. Another. Awesome. <laughs> you looted, you knock back the oyster, and like as the as the smell hits your nose, you're pretty sure that oyster is not the freshest. <laughs> and it's been sitting for a while. <laughs> and you're not entirely sure what you're gonna find later when you go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh boy. I know I didn't I know I didn't put oyster vodka shooters on the safety checklist. But I'm out. <laughs> like, I cannot handle this. 
I, I throw the oyster away. I drink the vodka it, as is. Oh, Sam, um, is Luden is Luden the only one who takes down the oyster? Oh, I'll absolutely not. Save. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try to stop Sam. Oh, if if Akron wants, I will pass the oyster. There it is. I got a six minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You 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 go to take it, and like the smell hits you, and like it's so slimy and globulous as it hits the back of your throat, and you're like, like it hits it hits your uvula and your gag reflex, and it just comes, it just goes right back into right back into the glass, and like. I'll, I'll put it back down. Burp a little bit. I'm like, can I get your finest <laughs> ale? Please. Please. Uh, she, she, she goes, amateurs. <laughs> she turns, <laughs> she brings you guys some ale. Um, she comes back. She downs all of the, all of the oysters that were left, including yours. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to try one. Samson. Okay. <laughs> yes. Shall we? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I, I I will not touch the oysters. That is Come disgusting. Come on. It's an ocean bugger. Fey I'm not wine doing is like it. 10 times stronger than this. Aren't you a Fey? This should be nothing to you. No, it's no, not water. The, the, the vodka's fine. Like, I'll drink that. I'm not doing the oyster. It's Why disgusting. not? Because it's gross. It's part Akron. of the whole experience. You come to a trashy, shitty bar and you drink trashy, shitty drinks. I'm not. The human the did it. I will throw up in person. For thinking about it, it's <laughs> disgusting. Okay, I you could have the extra oyster. Okay, that's fine, but fine by me. I can't believe you're gonna leave me hanging, and I'll down. I'll say knock it back. I'll, I'll do the I'll do the vodka with other. Now you'll make a constitution vinegar. saving throw. That's what you'll do. Let's, Let's see if go. you make it down. Where's my character sheet at? I'm so Lauren, you're killing him. You're constitution killing him. saving throw. No, it's his one thing that he. Oh, you don't make it either. <laughs> you don't make it either. Oh shit! That's only a five. <laughs> Again, like you, you, you're just like, yeah, this is fine. Luna's just being a pansy. <laughs> so Samson, and you go, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and it just comes right back up, slides right back into the into the glass. See, uh, this is why I am your fearless leader, because <laughs> I make good decisions, <laughs> like not eating oysters. It's okay, we'll fish for some later, Akron. For now, let's just, just drink the ale. It's, 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 it's <laughs> just, you, just, you just can't match our human bravery. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. We should just have more beer, is what we should she, have. She, she comes back, she brings you like she brings you like three beers, of course. Um, and then each beer, um, uh Lu- like Luden, yours has way too much foam on it. And like as the foam goes down, it's only half filled. <laughs> and then Brandon. <laughs> Yours is yours. Um, yours is about seventy five percent full, and then Samson, yours is about the same as Luden's. It's like halfway full once the foam. Like you, you, you actually like it takes a while for the foam to go down. You'll actually have to scoop it out if you want to if you want to drink it faster. Um, and then uh, she comes and she does she does take the shots that you don't that you don't drink or eat. Like okay, I whatever I, I'm a. The beer, <laughs> the beer, the beer is very stale. It t- it tastes like uh like 
like like oats that have been on the floor for a really long time. And like they're must, is, it's very musty. This is supposed to be a good experience. Let's like go what find is find a new bar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally, is, is is this how this you is not do? It. Y'all just drink this shit. Like, <laughs> slumming it, man. Let's, I was just trying let's, something new. Let's let's bar hop. Let's we bar hop. Gold. Let's go somewhere else. Like, yeah, yeah. God. Okay, look, we've done it the human way. Can we try it the Fey way now? Can we? Yeah. All right. <laughs> like the good way? I want to keep my memories, but yeah, let's go. We can do Not it the Fey way. I don't think all Fey wine makes you lose your memory. Right? Just, just was it? Maybe. Uh, look yeah. at Samson. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we can always give you memories back if it. No, like let's just let's just do human human stuff. Guys, human stuff tastes like garbage. Let's just let's just go to a this bar. This is not human stuff, okay? Let's just, this, let's is, just, <laughs> this is look, pig let's stuff. Look, let's go to a bar with a cover charge. Let's just go somewhere that you have to pay to get in. And like, sure. We'll fine. This is... Okay. All right, establishment. I'll send my enemies here. Please, <laughs> let's go. You all leave and go find a better bar and have a much better experience. Well, you all yeah. go bar hop... <laughs> Let's come back to uh, Esperis and uh, Priaria and Philae. Uh, I think mine is probably the shortest, so I can. Yeah, uh, Esperis goes out to the roof with with Avriel, and they sit together quietly, looking at the sunset. She doesn't have a lot to say. She'll fill him in on what happened. She doesn't talk about her feelings because she's chosen not to have any, and then. Um, <laughs> At some point, she's going to uh, go back to her and finalize room and get ready for bed and be waiting for him there whenever he goes to bed that night. And she is so put together in this moment. On the outside? She feels an intense inner calm because finally something terrible is happening that has nothing to do with her. <laughs> um, yeah, Chaotic Petty in the chat, please. <laughs> yeah. It's much easier when it's other people's fault. Um, she's, uh, yeah, she's just waiting there. All right. Uh, Finn. Um, Finn, and Pre- I, Finn and Prearia, are you guys still in the same room? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I think that a, a couple hours will pass unless you have Reina anything within those few hours uh nope just recovering from um death a little bit yeah so I think like time will just pass and Finn will not really track it or really know it'll probably be like near midnight um when he just kind of silently gets up and leaves and then he comes back with like a plate of like cake that he just took from the kitchen. An entire cake. Yeah, he'll just pick it off the counter, or whatever. <laughs> like chocolate cake with two forks, and he just like goes over by prey, sits down, and puts it between them, and just it's kind of like a silent like offering almost. And he's just gonna like lean against the wall because she's probably still in the same place, right? <laughs> Yeah, um, she stirred a little when you um, got up and um, looked very relieved when you came back. And she's not hungry, but she will eat anyway. Same feeling. It's like there's no (laughs) hunger. There's really nothing. But I think he's just eating it to kind of like 
occupy his hands. So, you ready to leave tomorrow? Uh, I thought I was. Uh, I am ready to see my family. What? What do you think? Do you think over there it's going to be like it, like what it was in the tree? I don't know. Um, I imagine that it would be more like my forest. Um, dark and full of fungus, I think, mold. Everything there was dead. Everything in Everything in that tree was uncomfortably alive. But it's war, right? I mean, there will be a lot of death. There will be. But I think that's something we even if we didn't think about it directly I think it's something that we all made peace with long ago. Not really, <laughs> to be honest. I'm not ready to die. I'm not ready for anyone else to die. But I think, I think when we cross into the Feywild, I'm just gonna like hang back, look to you. Well, we will, we will need you um, to heal and to You will not be at the front, but that will be fine. Of course, you don't have to do anything that that you can't live with. I'm not ready to die, but I've already come to terms with the fact that I will do anything for you. And for the others, so that's not really my concern. I'm living with whatever comes our way. Gonna have to live with what happened last night or yesterday or whenever that happened. We will all look out for each other and... I believe that we will do what is best for all of us, whatever that takes. 
Do you plan to stay there after everything's done? After we, you know, rescue your family and everything? The throne will need somebody to fill it, you know? Well, my head is still... I have business here. Um, I cannot leave after I promise to. I, I promised Ravenir and and all of you and and if my family wants to come back, then they'll need somewhere to come back to. Um, so I. If I do stay, it will be after everything. With the Seven and Cassius and... I don't really want to, but... Wherever my family goes, I will go. It's good to know we'll still have you then afterwards. We're going to get your family back. And then we will figure out what is wrong with yours. Or that was rude. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's completely valid. Well, if it's any consolation, I, I have a lot of experience with war. Well, not like Samson. Samson's actually been in a war. I've actually never been in a war. But um, my family are war clerics, so I've been kind of training for this my whole life. You know? Not that I really liked it or anything, but... Now that is unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> they're, uh... Did they expect the war? Or... <laughs> I think so, in a way. They expected, well, like the prophecy, right? They expected a war and they were pretty much ready to fight on Vera's behalf. And from the looks of it, from what we saw, they've been preparing a long time for this. So... Your family, your people. Are you ready to fight against them? I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. I'm really angry at them. My mother keeps lying and trying to bring me back. But I still really miss my brother. And I don't know what's going to happen in the end. I keep thinking maybe, you know, I'll convince them. Maybe I will be able to get to them and get through to them. But they're about as diehard on Vera as I am on Levi, if that makes any sense. It paints a perfect picture. 
So I don't know what's going to happen at the end, but I'm just trying to take it one step at a time. You know, we're going to save your family first. That's what's most important right now. And we'll figure all the rest of it out later. It's worked out so far, right? As much as anything works out for us. At this point, you both hear a bit of a scratching noise coming from Finn's room. Who's that? Very like, very like. Uh, maybe Risa's night routine is. No, hers is more of just like wet sounds, not so much scratching. Oh. <laughs> um, do you want to go check it out? Wait, wait, no, I'm, the I'm gonna, time. I'm gonna not. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna sit here, and if you want to check it out, I'll follow suit. But I'm not gonna like. Yeah, no. It's on you. If you want to check out their really weird scratching coming from my room, we totally can. But we also don't have to. They come just. Maybe we should just um, warn warn Risa. Yeah, let's do that, and maybe we'll see what it is. Lauren, yeah, I'm fully in that room. Do I hear this? Yes, you would hear it. Okay. <laughs> yes, if if you're just kind of like laying there, trying tossing, turning, waiting to go to bed, um, you you hear uh, you hear it coming from finalized uh, satchel. This just very just like. Oh. Thank you, Hawkeye, for the rate of four, by the way. Because can the quill write by its... She's, yeah, she's going to go in its bag. Uh, you open the bag, and immediately that black raven quill comes flying out, and it's just scuttling across the floor very aggressively, looking for something to write on. It looks like it's it's attempting to find something. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to send a message to Finalai of, um, I'm sure you're very busy, but your pen is very excited. Oh. Oh, pray. It's it's what? it's the quill. It's it's the Raven Quill. Cyprian must be writing to us. <clears throat> For oh. God chat. Okay. Um, do we need to go check? Probably. Yeah. I'm gonna okay. pick it up from the feather end like this, just like hold it in the air. Like <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a it's like a writhing worm. It's just like moving around, try, like trying to find a piece of paper. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it until until I'm assuming that they're coming back at some point and bring it over to the desk and just hold it over the desk. Yeah. So Finn will go in and be like Oh, oh, it needs paper here. And he goes into his bag and he pulls out like one of the library books and he like takes it on the back, like one of the blank pages. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and he puts it down on the table and he's okay, now just, we're defacing library books. Jesus. It, I don't have any other paper. It's fine. <laughs> the, go to book jail. You let the quill go and yes. it just immediately begins writing. You see. The words form, I know there's a lead-lined roof 
uh, I'm sorry, room. I know there's a lead line room beneath Saltstone. Gain access, leave the door open for me. Bring Cassius once it's done. See. Uh, guys, I know I'm not supposed to really like instigate anything at this point, but Cyprian is requesting the dungeon. At least I think it's the dungeon. I don't think there's any other rooms underneath Saltstone. There is a, um, is it a dungeon? I, I, I am not altogether certain. Prairie, I don't know if you've already been made aware there is an additional door in this room that does not want to be um, moved through, that seems to be moving in the downstairs. Um, if I may offer a suggestion before we move forward, it might be beneficial for the morale of the group at large if this concept is brought up to the group before we do it. Right. That's that's probably the best thing. But Cyprian said not to tell anybody. So maybe we could tell everybody but but Zemlin? But she already kind of knows it's happening. But he doesn't know that they know it's happening. Ah. Uh. I think I think mainly just the people that we travel with. I will not say that I am the most um, educated on the subject of what exactly is going on with Cyprian, um, but I do think it is something we should address with Samson and uh, Luden at the very least, Akren as well, because he's traveling with us. Right? Are they here? They are drinking. Oh. <laughs> Did Cyprian say when he, he didn't say he was here, right? He just said, get it ready. Yep. Good. So we can wait for them to sober up. Right. That's yes. So good plan, Bray. It is past midnight. Do you anticipate that he will be coming in the middle of the night? I mean, he's a vampire, right? Like that's on par for what he is, right? I don't know much about <laughs> vampires. I just know what I've read in, like, oh. fictional books. <laughs> I would hope, especially if he says he will come after we open the room, that he can wait for us all to take. We've all had a long day, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll write that back to him. I'll let him know. Oh, here. He'll just start writing. What do you write? Working on it. Uh, hope you're doing well. Need to figure out how to get in that room. It threw us on our asses the last time we tried. See you soon, Finn. <laughs> Love Finn. <laughs> Who is, is it starts, it's, with someone? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it starts blinking again to show that it's writing. No, he's not going to be happy. <laughs> it says, go down the stairs to the wine cellar, Finn. Exclamation mark. The room is down there. Oh, 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 oh. he doesn't mean the dungeon. He just means the wine cellar. That makes it a little easier. 
and we are still not doing it right now. Right. We're not doing it right now. We're sleeping. Yes. Or something. Yes. We are not doing anything with any lead-lined rules until the existence of such has been made clear to the other members of our party, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Soon. Uh, some of our members are drunk. But mm-hmm. soon. Is it, Finlay, uh, would it be all right if I did this? Sure. Here. All right. Patience. Period. That doesn't sound like me, though. He's going <laughs> to... Rearia, are you sharing a room with anyone, or? Uh... Was I sharing with Samson? Think or so. did we decide that he's, uh, he has his own room? Okay. okay. Uh, I don't remember. I am it's been a while. With Samson at this present moment. <laughs> how how long do you guys stay out drinking? Sun is coming up before the moon is going back into that place. Like, the night is ours. I mean, I'm not staying at Saltstone. I'll go. I'm going to the Vardo, I guess. I'll stay out there. I probably so find my way back to Saltstone. Ooh, I'm so looking guys, to solo in, I guess. You guys, you guys. and we all just wake up in different places. You, uh, you all get so drunk. The people who come back to Saltstone, those of you, so like. Uh, Akron, uh, you have to have like three people help you into the like carry you in, oh, and yeah. you're just like, I don't need it. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> I was like, the plants will the plants will carry me. <laughs> the plants then, will absorb the, the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> they pick you up off the floor and just begin dragging you <laughs> to I a go, bed. See, I told you. <laughs> Lovely little daffodil. You are so pretty. <laughs> uh, and they carry you to the room. Uh, the, the rest of you, uh, Luden, do you- Luden is <laughs> off, off to the side, like on you a table. Do you find the room? Outside. Do you pass he out in an alley? In the He's in the street, has like a half thing of ale. Luden went, like I said, this is the first time he drank in a long time. And he's probably like you, And you drink super heavily? Oh, yeah. He had so much freaking Give me- blood. Oh, go. Jesus. Give me this. <laughs> Let's go. Give me. Um, I'd say with disadvantage. Yeah. Oh, obviously. yes. Give me. I mean, give me three. 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 How far away is Luden? Give Luden? me three I- passive <laughs> perception checks, please. So three perception checks? At disadvantage. <laughs> All right. Let's see what happens. First one's a 21. Okay. The second one with is disadvantage? 21. Yeah. And the third one is a 16. Holy crap. I'm I am the perceptive one. I have the mark of the finding human. I see all. Okay. Uh somebody tries to pickpocket you at some point, but you <laughs> <laughs> you backhand them and you're like, yay, 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 yay. Another, ah. point, another point, uh, somebody uh <laughs> somebody attempts to uh see uh, like you're so drunk that they, they don't think that you'll be able to tell the difference between like hot sauce, straight hot sauce, and like straight liquor, and like you're like Zayn alcohol. <laughs> I need alcohol. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> um, the last time, however, 
Um, you're not sure what happens, but when you wake up, uh, I guess in the middle of like an alley, yeah. kind of sitting there, you don't wake up in your own clothes. You wake up with like a very uh, a, f- a very frilly blouse on, and like uh, your pants are are leather, and you you just have no idea. But you don't wake up with your clothes on. But however, the clothes that you were wearing are sitting folded very neatly next to you uh, on a on a barrel. <laughs> Is in one of those old timey like photoshops, <laughs> like, like where you take pictures like in a western. Yes, he is. I love it. I love it. Let's keep rolling with it. And, but he broke in. You broke in. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you notice that the lock on the door has been broken, and you're just kind of sitting up against the wall, and there's like there's like a little mechanism that's used to take photos. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. We did it. We had fun. You have a splitting headache. The room is spinning. As you get up, (laughs) as you get up, the shop, like, there's a... And you see just this very wide-eyed, like... Hello? Hello. She, you can definitely tell she can smell you from here. Like, I'm oh. going to be going now. Any bills should be directed to Saltstone and its master. And Luda's going to start oh. just walking, <laughs> walking out oh. and going back to Saltstone. Oh my God, it's going to take weeks to wash this out. All the bills to Saltstone, all of them. Oh. <laughs> Lucky my father didn't open up the shop today. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Just please go. And we'll leave. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't feel bad about it at all. This is a good night. And you make your way home. Samson, you sleep in the Vardo? I do. Is there anything else you do that evening? Nah, just sleep. All right. Uh, Make uh, make a... uh, I need you to roll a d6 for me, please. Me? Yes, I do. See, you took some with you. What for? Slowly um, dying. Um, roll a four. Okay. Um, you your sleep is plagued with nightmares, minor nightmares that are just kind of in flashes, but you're able to push past them and you gain a long rest. Is the assumption that there's a chance I might not <laughs> have got a long rest? Mm. I don't like that at all. I like that move, Lauren. <laughs> Who knows? The dice know, but I don't. Um, all right. So, so what Esperes was doing last night with checking where Prayari was sleeping was making sure that Prayari would not be alone if she didn't want to be. And it sounds like Samson didn't come back. So if Prey wanted to stay with, we got a big old bed. Like if Prey needed anything, Esperes was going to make sure that was happening. Excellent. She absolutely did not want to be by herself. Clumper pipe. Three deep in the cuddle pile on the king size lord's bed. Yeah. Adorable. It's like the olden days. (laughs) So. The rest of you all, everyone takes a long rest. Uh, Morning comes. Uh, Three of you have hangovers. 
Um, <laughs> uh, and then I guess, are you all going to meet up in the feast hall? I'm getting breakfast. That sounds like a good plan. Might as well yes. meet up there. Let's I don't, again, I don't sleep anymore, but like, uh, I just <laughs> sit in the Vardo and brood, you know. Got daydreams, bro. Plagued with horrible daydreams. <laughs> On the way in, okay. um, Prey will just kind of like snag Finn by by a sleeve. Finn walks by her. Are we? We have to tell them everything we saw. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Because they might not have seen everything. I don't know what they saw, actually. I don't know how they got there. there. Okay, we will ask them what they saw and go from there. Okay. Okay. And I'll go in. You all enter. And you see your friend sitting there, Ludin <laughs> holding his temples. Uh, Akron um, hung over, whatever hung over Akron looks like. <laughs> yeah, Akron's just like laying. You can't tell if he's asleep or dead. Luda okay. just breathing, just he, he's got a new tattoo that like no one knows about. <laughs> <laughs> Pray whispers. Okay, maybe we wait till they have some coffee first. Pray not so loud. Okay. That's so so definitely loud. we wait. Should we tell them about Cyprian? Or wait. <sighs> May as well. What what about Cyprian? Oh, I'm whispering. How can you? Why is everybody yelling? Good morning, everyone. How is everyone doing today? I mean, I'm doing all right. How are you guys? It's bright. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a little to drink last night. Can one of you restore these two? I'm feeling very human at the moment. Hey, and Ludum will try and fist bump Akron. Hey, hey yeah. Oh my goodness, where are the Bow Bros? Because <laughs> at some point, I feel like we would have linked up with the Bow Bros. Oh, probably. And celebrated they walked in, our, and celebrated like, in our humanity. Back. <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> Bro, they come in and they're like, the boys, they're like, hey, pierce it with the arrow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you have no yeah, idea what they're talking about. Like, you have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> I, yeah, bro, yeah. Woo! Keep it down. Oh, just, yo, have some bacon, drink some milk. I will have right. I will have some bacon and drink some milk. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I don't need no magic, okay? This is the human experience, and I'm a I would I would like some magic. Hey, hey. I can give you magic. Hey, you feel human. You both have magic. I do, and you, you know what? Human. It was it was a fantastic experience. I exactly. Would like to feel you gotta keep. Again, no, please. you gotta feel the whole thing. 
You got to the whole thing. The whole th- no, what happened? No. What happened to being adventurous? What happened to not being a whip like the other Faye over here? We did that. We no, did. We that. did. I, You're not, I drank, it's not done. I drank the oyster. It's not done yet. It's, We're not it's, done. I'm pretty sure it's done. It's a new day. <laughs> <laughs> we took. We took a long rest, looted. <laughs> He'll look at the he'll look at the other three and be like one one magic please. <laughs> okay. Finn will walk over and like pat Akron awkwardly on the shoulder with like cure poison or something. Because lesser restoration will do it if you have it. Lesser restoration. I was like, what would I do? Like cure poison? I guess alcohol. Yes, is lesser like poison. Poison. That lesser restoration is for hangovers. That's what that's the uh, only- it's the, the ultimate the hangover mango. cure. Uh, okay, all right. Less restoration. Uh, we have quite a lot to discuss this morning. Some briefing, debriefing. We are making our way out of Saltstone soon. So if everyone is at a stage where they are comfortable and ready to begin this experience, it might be good to have these conversations now. Uh, We've got three days before we need to be. We've got three days before we need to be back with Lawson. Three days, okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So we need to. That means the the Vado is heading out day after tomorrow, probably right around noon. Okay. okay. Great. Anything is else there, we got to talk about? Is there anything else we have to do to prepare? I've already done that. Okay. We have everything that we need. It's all been prepared. There are so several, we need to discuss? Uh, several things that we might like to do in this next day and a half, if you don't, um, if it is all right, if I facilitate discussion and then you talk amongst yourselves. Um, I believe that we might want to use our uh, allies that we have found to, to make sure that the world is kept relatively stable while we are in another area. I know we have some connections to those who might be able to at least keep any larger disasters at bay while we are away. That is something to discuss. Additionally, we might be expecting a guest at Saltstone, which Finn and I can discuss with the group further in a moment. And at Tertiary, do we think it would be relevant to discuss what was seen, heard, and experienced in the incident yesterday evening? It was a dream, right? No, exactly. Is there anything important that happened before we got there, Prey? Um, what? When did you when did you get there? Um, what what did you see when you arrived? When we arrived, the air was already in place and was poisoning the dream. It was what seemed the air. There was a, when we got there, there was a, a being, one that identified themselves as one of the seven of sevens. And together we had to slay it as we found all your bodies and we returned you back to Saltstone. You killed, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. That's good. The the four of us and the Bow Bros. And it, um, it cleared the dream and let the, let your souls return. But um, you were all stuck and you were all drowning in the blood that it manifested. I, I assume it was 
awful dramatic effect. It's just a dream. So, but it was quite, you know, it was it was impressive lyrically. I would say. Um. Well, that's but, um. It's unclear if the air of night is actually gone, or if it was simply purged from Finn's dream. Um, Ferrari just makes very worried eye contact with Finn. I didn't know he was in my dream. I've never seen him before. Well, what did you see? Was that not the thing that attacked you? No. Much worse, actually. You can believe it. Um, We should probably say that when we went into the dream, we were going uh, to talk to a tree spirit. Um, and when we got there, um, that spirit had been destroyed. Oh. It's a dream, though, right? Do we still have the... Do we have any scars or anything on our chest from when we were impaled, Lauren? Um... Uh, you, you. I guess you guys could have looked. Um, yeah. There is like a very red mark. It just looks very raw and sensitive where your chest is. Okay. I mean, I know those maggots felt real. Uh, Samson, <laughs> is there any way you said we we like This might be a bad idea. We could always just go back and check. Nope. No. No, we can't no, do no, that. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. This might be an excellent example of uh, something we might want to send an ally to check on if we believe that the air of night is still present and um, acting. If it's anywhere, it's not the dream, Akron. We wouldn't return there. It knows it's been kicked from that spot. If, any, if it's anywhere, it's. <laughs> Wherever this, wherever the actual tree, yeah, the real is. world equivalent would be, right? Uh, yeah, because the the tree is a dream, or the 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 tree in the dream is just in the dream, and no. it's made okay. I don't so, think so. Mm, we might know where it is. Okay, or, let's all hold up. What did you guys see? It's it's an everbloom tree, and. I think it's in the center of my island. I've never seen it before, but because I've never been there, but I think that's where they're keeping. I think that's where they're keeping Vera. So go ahead. Sorry. They're keeping who? Vera, you know, like the God, the old one, the old God. In the dream they were. We were trying to leave, and we came across this pool of blood, like like they were actively bringing her back, and she and, spoke to us. Yeah, and there are bodies in the roots. I've been seeing this tree for a long time, but I guess in dreams, but I guess I never connected it. Is it always the same? Does it always look like that 
not well i've never seen the inside of it before now but yeah it's always had it's always had bodies in the roots um okay okay so one moment please aren't the seven no okay no aren't the seven supposed to be the thing that brings vera back yup and you're saying finished she looked like she was still growing growing okay okay if if that's the case why don't we just go to finn's island end it before it starts wait wait you said the seven you said the seven bring her back right yeah but apparently she's already here so no she's i think she's I think as Prey said, she's getting, she's growing. So we need to get rid of the seven or the seven is going to bring her back. Well, we've already killed one, didn't we? So we've killed. Yeah. So why is she still grow? What is because there's more of them out, out there. there. Yeah. But so if even one seven survives, Vera's coming back as Vera returns. Is that correct? I don't know, maybe. Okay, one sec. Luden's going to get up and immediately start going to go find Cassius. This is this is a bull. <laughs> no, no. Luden. What? Everybody does it, and we're all guessing on what we should and shouldn't be doing. And I get that I am hungover, but I am not that hungover to just ask for help. The dude knows about the seven, right? We cannot send him there. We don't have to send him. I just want to ask him, is the seven coming back if we don't kill all of them now? Or does it matter? Like, what is all this? I don't know. We have the answer right upstairs. There are other matters that we need to discuss that Cassius should not be here for. But I do think it's an excellent idea to speak with him about that question. Yeah, we need to know how we win. (laughs) Okay, what else? What else do we need to talk about? Samson, first off, Samson, does this any of this sound right? Vera doesn't. Vera can't die. She can't come back. She just always sort of is. It's how gods work. They just don't. They don't die. They don't go away. They always are, especially old gods like that. So whatever is happening is a, a manifestation of Vera. It is an avatar of some type. The seven are used, what we have learned and what Tradillion told us and what Cassius has already told us is that the seven are used to bring her back. And then depending on how many there are when that happens on how many of the seven can rise to power, it kind of determines how strong she will be. It sounds as if whatever was happening on the island that Finn knew about this whole time was successful in some way. It will probably continue to grow in power the longer we wait. Okay. But I didn't know. I He'll didn't go back and really sit down. know about it. I didn't know Vera was inside the tree. Whatever you say. Okay, what else we got to talk about? Right. Uh, well, um, there is the issue of um, if, if he's defeating this heaven, is something that we need to be moving quickly on. It is, I understand the importance of the mission we are doing in the Feywild, but we cannot allow no progress to be made while we are working on this project. I'm hoping we might be able to get in contact with some of our allies 
um, who live here on the material plane and see if there is anything they can do to assist us with this heaven while we are away. Whatever we've done to the uh, night, it certainly is weakened now. What other seven are left? We know the mother is gone. We know that, that something is inside of her, man. This one is weakened. The something walker, the salt of silos, the severed duress. Uh, Someone someone has it written down right in front of them. And maybe they can say the list out loud. Right, Danny? (laughs) You know all of them, right? Because I don't. Who's got a list? (laughs) Got the one that lives in the water. Uh, (laughs) You said you had a list, Danny. No. Uh (laughs) The the air. The air of night. Sun yeah. Vasky. Which the is, veil which walker. The veil walker. walker. That's what it is. Veil the corrupting morrow. Wait, what but what are what school of magic also are they? Can you say Okay. That? The air of night, which is illusion. Mm-hmm. The veil walker is abjuration. The corrupting morrow is divination. The salt of the sallows is evocation. And the severe duress is transmutation. Uh, that one. Those. That was pretty close. Hmm. All right. So we've got. So have we? So have we taken yeah. out two or three? Like, like did the one? Th- did the air count? I don't think the air counted. We, we don't know. We can discover. Someone will have to go to Finn's Island to find out. How much time do we have? Two yeah, how, days. How much? How much? Well, I mean, before Vera. How much Vera was put together? Yeah. Got like an arm and a leg or? Like like on a scale of one to 100, like maybe like a good 65, 70. Oh, that's a lot. That's a whole lot. There was, so of those five that we have left, we know where one of them probably is. That's a quick recon. We could probably send Rue there if I had a thought. Uh, Grun can do reconnaissance. We know also uh, Tredillion might be willing to assist with several things. Okay, before we go listing off allies, we have to realize now that these things make us, make anyone who either defeats them or talk to them or whatever, cost something. So that needs to be on the forefront of our minds before we just start sending anyone to go kill these things. Or look for them or any of that. Just as a thought. I, Let them know. Yes, this will be in the forefront communicated to all of them. Okay. Jadillion and somebody else. Who now? Groom. Um, I guess mean, Zemlin are here as well. Um, they certainly can't go anywhere near the uh, Isle of Ancients. And... Um, there's always the twins. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old they are now, though. There is also uh, the possibility that we could get in contact with uh, Thea Morn. How would we do that? Finn and I and I would be able to contact her if we decide that this is something we want to do. And when did you find out you could do this? Personal contact of mine, I did not did not know it would be relevant until very recently. But um, 
he only wanted Cassius' friends and did not think it was relevant? Well, I did not know it was one of Cassius' friends. It was uh, a friend of mine, actually, by a different name. I see. Mm. Uh, we have a lot of secrets in this party. <laughs> Addy would probably be able to help. If nothing else, to probably find a uh, to search. Uh, once w- once we decide, I think the best thing that we can do is probably gather our lads and have them try to discover where the seven are rising. We'll we'll have no way to know who is going to fight what or what they'll be capable of when that comes around. But if we know where they all are, they can just monitor it and report back. So if we have a list and we go to find these things, maybe they will. We could have Groom call us once we get to the once he has the information. For us, it'll be a day or two. They were just magic. They just call you on the phone, on the rock. He just like, hello, this is a rock. Yeah, you Mm know, we do do it all the time. Um, We have fantasy mobile. Yeah, fantasy mobile. Um, The unlimited plan, roaming wherever you are. I got you. For 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 us, it'll be about for us. It'll be a couple days. For them, it'll be about six months. And if they can discover where all these things are, then maybe they'll take all input on AD. dealing with some of them while we're gone. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so do we want to have them kill one, or do we want them to just see we'll, them? We'll have no idea what they're going to be able to do. But once they discover what it is, they'll call us and we can talk to them. And then work it out together. What they're comfortable with. Because like okay. I said, we're not going to send anyone into their deaths. Thank you. For instance, for instance, we might discover that Finn's Island is actually very, very pro Vera and perhaps is wanting her to come back. In which case, that would be a very dangerous situation to send anyone into. They are pro Vera. Just so we need to send so we need to send someone there. No, to discover if the air is gone. But very well trained. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess know. what I mean what I mean is we just need to send someone there to look no one should ever should if the Aaronite is there but we can we can't send anyone there to kill it it's too dangerous okay well can people just look around to... your home Finn would we not be able to just scry on the location where it was in the dream would uh, that not tell us information we need to know I don't uh, we... You can always try, right? Worst comes to worst, it just doesn't work. Well, the middle of the island is kind of exclusive. Um, I don't know a whole lot of people that go there. I could ask. I'd, I'd be shocked if a place like that wasn't warded. And also, I'd be shocked if someone could look through Vera's defenses. Hmm. Okay, so somebody to go to Finn's Island, somebody to go to the ocean. Somebody to go to... What are the other places? Uh, we have Ade, Groon, Tredillion. Uh, Tredillion and really the twins. The twins will go up fa- grow up fast. I can contact Crick, maybe. Navo Maximum might be able to help. Navo will help a great deal. Um, Luden, that's speaking of which, can you do you have your contacts with the Sparrowhawks? I'm sure they have eyes and ears everywhere. If, if there are rumors, they probably heard more than anyone. Yeah, I mean, I can. There should be a base here. I can leave a note or something and figure it out. I know Ermir oh. has the stone, 
So you can always just contact him and tell him to tell them. Isn't, isn't Kaya your superior officer or whatever? Yeah, I kind of gave my stone away. I was trying to... They, they didn't seem very helpful in the way I needed to be. You know? And then on top of that, Levi wanted me to be in Sparrowhawks. So I'm trying to do my own thing. But I'll I can call, get in contact. Right, nah, yeah, I'll, call, can, I'll, I'll call They're Kaya. right there. I'm, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call Kaya. Don't cool. you worry. Thank, thank you. I, you know. If if we maybe contact Ermir, maybe he's working on his master plan or something. And maybe we'll also get in contact with Raymirith, too. And there's always Aroria's blessing. I mean, they are adventurers. I don't mind if they try and kill somebody or one of these seven, to be honest. I, I think they could do it. What about sure. Brielle? I mean, I, I know we kind of... I don't think she's a fighter, is she? She's, a, she's an artist, sculptor. But she might have some things that she could donate, like magical items. We did lose her her job, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, we did. I, I am not calling Brielle. What about your friend Cyprian? Is he uh, going to help us with this? Um, I I could ask him. He should be around fairly soon, like maybe today, ish. Okay. Okay. wants to talk to Castius. Um, perhaps today. Okay. There's also Marbell Pebblegrit. Maybe she can make armor for everybody. The seamstress. Yeah. Finn, if you don't have any more good ideas, just say so. I think no. it's a good idea. I mean, she... No. She made Ermir's armor. Honey. That was not armor. Those were floaties. It was a life preserver. <laughs> Those were floaties. Yeah, but Aurora's blessing is going to need armor. floating hey, for the I don't ocean. know who you are talking about, Ermir. You're you know, right now. <laughs> it was built into the armor so she can modify it's floaties. armor. It's yeah. floaties. That's exactly. going to be floaties. That's going to be cloak. It was a cloak that had floaties on the you know, side. I bought it. I know. <laughs> you know who else can provide the beginning armor. of what she can do. You know who else can provide armor and weapons to the Warrior's Blessing? Oh Saltstone. And the guy right down the street. The guy who bought all the new weapons and armor I gave to all of you. Same guy. Oh, I got new weapons and armor. Yo. We might have the that. contact in Digbrand with the Lord whose son we set up. We get Alehammer? Elhammer, yes, and several other lords might be willing to fund things. Uh. Okay. Uh, I think all of those tertiary kind of like political alliances we might have, those will be most beneficial if that comes from an official request. That's something that we can ask of Nouveau Maximum and Kaya and the people who we know are on the council. Those people can I guess leverage the actual cities and their armies and their knowledge. Uh, and that's put in the end of the world public. Which that's at, this point, about to at, at this point, I think it's time to do. <clears throat> oh. Okay. Um. Yes, so we, we might as well just send all of them to everyone, like the letters to all of the heads of nations and. 
if we have if Groom can take it before the High Council in an emergency meeting, then he and Kaya can explain the situation. Trudillion's on there as well. He's at the head of uh, head of Nouveau, and um, I believe they'll be able to take care of things for us. And people who will help will help, and the people who won't will not. And what information are we giving everyone? Everything or pieces? I understand that Finn has a long line of people that just have blood that could awaken all these things. Yeah, I think Cassius is in the line of looking for all of Finn's relatives. Uh, no, it's just less of the... If there, Vera happens to have more sympathizers or whatever. You know, it might be a... I'm all for telling everyone everything. It's just how do we steer them away from... This is Vera's vengeance and she might be coming back do we just say there's some things trying to kill the world we need to let them know or I think we have to tell them the truth I think we've had enough lies in this party don't you think yeah okay shouldn't the the people of this plane know that someone or something is coming for them okay yeah yeah I'm right there with you All right. Well, it needs to be very worded really good because had I not been here to see it myself, I promise you, just as a guy in Lacambria, if someone told me Vera's coming to kill me and the whole world, you know, it probably wouldn't have believed them. We will let the... Uh... We will have the wise diplomats deal with that. Does anyone else have anything we need to talk about before we get out of here? Oh, jeez. All right. <sighs> Wait, why is Cypriot coming? Is he he's meeting with Cassius? Some yeah, thin bullshit, I'm sure. You promised him that he'd be able to speak to Cassius, so... Okay. All right. If that's it, sure. I guess we'll ask him about the seven and stuff then too. And I can talk to Cassius about whatever, how Vera comes back to life. Get a little bit more specific on that. That's everything. Doesn't really matter. Like, Finn was going to find a way to talk to Cyprian no matter what. So we leave in three days. All right. All right. Where's this new armor? <laughs> so what I did was like if you if you um, if you didn't have plus one armor or plus one weapons, you have them now, um, yes. courtesy of Saltstone. Um, I think that's what we discussed, Lauren. Yes. Hopefully, so like, okay. If, if, Is if it magical? Daggers, plus yeah, one? Ma- magical plus one. Uh, yes. Whatever it was. So like if you needed, if you had leather and you needed stud leather, if you need half plate or you needed like full plate stuff, like all that was there. Um, I'm going to get rid of this stuff that gives me disadvantage on stealth and take whatever you got me and so I can sleep in it and I don't really need jam jam armor anymore. Yeah, plus one armor is what we get? Yeah, plus one armor, plus one weapons. Nice. Perfect. My weapons are my fists. How do I plus one my fists? You don't. Come you put, Wolverine. You pull Galvanuckles on there, baby. You take yeah. Brass you take knuckles. Brass knuckles. Those brassy knuckles. Uh, <laughs> you take the you take the tavern brawler feet. That's how you <laughs> You guys got plus one armor. I got a whole feet. 
So, <laughs> uh, 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 so when Esperice leaves breakfast, Prayaria, she gives you a look and she seems to think about saying something to you and then she's going to go back to her room. Luda's going to be trying to be there for whatever the Cyprian Cassius combo happened. Oh, I'm going to get around the corner. Samson's going to get out of Lord Thorne's house as quickly as he can. Okay. I just at the table was like just sitting at the table eating snonk and just being like he's got this look on his face like wow like Samson was really angry. <laughs> like, what are we gonna do with the pig? Wait. Wait. I will go back and actually go find him real quick and be like, can I speak with animals? Even if he's just chilling with Finn and be like, hey, buddy, how are you doing? Hey. So I don't hey. think. So I don't. How think are you doing? I'm great. How I don't think that you're going to be able to come along, buddy. We're going to war. Barry, man. Always give snonk berries. Yep. Berry man, always with snonk, like berries. Yeah, buddy, but it's going to be really dangerous. And Berry Mary cares about you. So snonk will run away until everyone finds snonk and wants snonk. Snonk, buddy, listen. <clears throat> he just I looks want. so angry. <laughs> He, he does that thing where he sits his little butt down and like um, because he's in your lap, Finn. He just kind of like shoves his head on the table and his like like double chin just right around his face. Yeah, buddy. I know. It it sucks. Barry's Barry Barry man doesn't know. Barry man doesn't know. I do. I I know a lot more than. Then I let on about, you know, being left or feeling left out. But one thing I can promise you is we will come back. Um, it might feel like a really long time. It might feel like longer than you've known us. Long time. How but many minutes? How many minutes till, till, till come back? Can you count minutes, Snonk? Snonk will try. <laughs> okay, well, Snonk, it's over 525,600. Okay, buddy? But we're gonna we'll be That's back. a lot <laughs> of minutes. It's okay. I'd, he'll, he'll go ahead and cast... Uh, Good berry. Snonk don't know many <laughs> talk words. But Snonk smart. Snonk know things. Snonk know miss. And Snonk know gone. Snonk don't like those. Snonk, you know... You know when we're here too, right? And you know we've 
We always come back, right? Snock knows because Snock never hungry. There you go. So, although you will still have us for the next couple of days, all I can promise is I can leave you with someone that can definitely give you good berries. They might not be as good as mine because, you know, mine are cotton candy grapes. But I can make sure that they feed you. I can make sure that they pet you. And I can make sure that you're safe. But we can't promise that if you come with us. And we want to keep you safe, buddy. So it's going to be a while. But we will be back like we always are. Okay. Snog hears you, but Snog is sad. Well, you have a good friend that you're sitting in their lap with right now that you could talk to about it. Snog is sad. (laughs) He'll put all 10 good berries (laughs) just like right on the table. And he'll get up and be like, all right, buddy, I'll see you later. And he'll stop speaking. uh, Berry man. Yeah. Snock buries you. I bury you too, Snock. I bury you too. And uh, he'll stop speaking uh, pig. And his whole demeanor changes as he gets up. And he'll look at Finn and be like, take care of Snock. And he'll walk off and go find his new armor. Uh, But yeah, he's not speaking to Finn right now. Go do his thing. Stonk, Barry Man is right. We're going to be gone for a while, but you'll have an important job here, too. <laughs> you'll have to watch over Saltstone for us, okay? Stonk is Alpha. Stonk. Yes. Snonk is. You're the Snonk. Lord of Saltstone when I leave. Snonk, Alpha Snonk. Yes. Snonk will do good, good work. Snonk will try hard. Good. Yeah. You watch over Cassius and Zemlin and Groon, everybody here Sylvie, Ralph, Gary. Oh, no, we don't know. I guess we probably <laughs> would have heard about them <laughs> by now. Everybody. They're engaged? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Snonk buries you. I bury you too, Snonk. You will not forget us and we won't forget you. Okay. Then we'll take Sn- off his leaf cloak and put it. <laughs> Wrap it around Snonk. There. Snonk is Alpha Snonk. Mm-hmm. Snonk is brave. So brave. And you're going to be able to Snonk sit at will, the head of the table. Snonk will only cry sometimes. It's okay to cry, Snonk. Snonk will eat now. <laughs> and he begins to eat the berries. He begins to eat his feelings because he's so sad. No. <laughs> All right. So, 
Okay. Go ahead, Reyna. Okay, would now be a good time for Prey to follow Esperis about the thing, or should we? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's fine. Oh. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, no, you're following up on it. Esperis was not prepared. <laughs> uh, Esperis is just up in, in, in Finn and Finn in her room, the room that, that Prey slept in last night. She's just kind of putting around, not accomplishing anything, closing a lot of drawers a little, like, firmly, that kind of... Yeah. Uh, Prey's just coming back to, um... I get her, I don't know, gauntlets or something she left in there. She's gonna... She's gonna uh, mill about, watching Esprit do her thing. So, um, was there something you wanted to tell me earlier? Nothing that I think would be constructive, so it is not worth saying. Hmm. Constructive. I am okay, really um, that there is uh, absolutely no one here that I can talk to about. I don't know. Uh, Why have you decided this? Inaction doesn't hurt anyone. You know? It seems like it hurts you. When... I brought up my friend when she needed to come up. You did not need to know that she existed. It wasn't any of your business. The choices that I make have not hurt anyone. And you make different kinds of choices. That's very... No. If I am to be a ruler, it is important if you think my choices hurt others. Samson was prepared to die for you. He wasn't coming back out because of the dream. Yes, because and it is my fault too, I suppose. I let you do it and you let Finn do it, but you are we larger. Are adults and we made our choices. You are larger than one person now, Prearia. So everyone says. I don't want to hurt anyone. I know. I have no business being mad at you. I just don't. No, you have a right to your feelings, the same as any of us. And if you are angry at us for making reckless decisions, then that is your right as well. I am not angry at you for making reckless decisions. I am angry at you for being angry at me. <laughs> am I angry at you? 
I just didn't want to tell anyone about her, and I don't think... That's all. I understand wanting things for yourself. You should. It's okay to be selfish sometimes. I was just surprised, that's all. It would be much angrier. <laughs> it would be much easier to be angry with you if you weren't so nice all of the time. <laughs> well, one day I might not be. But today I think that we are all going through so much and giving up so much and trying to hold on to anything and always having it taken. And we are about to go to war. And none of that matters right now. I'm going to have your back. I trust you'll have mine. And mm -hmm. if I'm making a wrong call, I want you to tell me. I will. Thank you. If there is any way that you could be just one person. I want to help you be that. And if there's any way for us to get your friend back, I want to help you do that. Thank you. I'll give Prayaria a hug. Because that very tight, like yeah. Seth <laughs> Bruce was slamming drawers earlier, saying like she can't talk to Luden. Luden won't talk to her anymore. She can't talk to Finn because Finn's in a bad place. She can't tell Samson, "Hey, I'm mad at Prayaria because that's not going to turn out well." Could commiserate. Yeah. She just holds Prayaria close, and she. Yeah, that's all. At some point, I'm going to have to find Samson. I think... I think he might like to talk to Finlay. Would you like to be there for that? You think we should be? I think they are both adults. Perhaps they stand outside. I think that's very nice. I think I would also like to do that. Just like 35 feet wall in between. Just in case. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Dual Meaning, for the raid of nine. And I think with that, we will go to our break. When we return from our break, 
We're going to reunite. We're going to we're going to we're going to speak with Cyprian and we're going to attempt, I guess, to reunite Cyprian and Cassius, who have not seen each other for a couple thousand years. And then after that, we're going to go to the Feywild. Don't forget, we got to scream at each other first. That's also happening. All right. So we are going to go to break. Uh, Thank you so much for the raid. We'll be back. Stay tuned, though, because it's about to get very, very exciting. All right. Take us away, Dylan. I don't know if he's still there. Still there. Uh, <laughs> Dylan? Up, Dylan. 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 But how are your wings? Dylan. Chat, yell at Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. Dylan. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I guess we'll keep playing. So, anyway. <laughs> so, I guess we'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just keep going. Do we need to text him? It's not like I need to use the restroom. Oh. I've been drinking water this whole uh. time. <laughs> Dylan said he's here for the drama and uh. <laughs> he has to keep doing it. Well, hello there. Of course you came to the grand dwarven city of Digbrand to see me. Marbell Pebblegrit, tail extraordinaire to kings, queens, heroes, and legends. Have you gazed upon my latest masterpieces? Yes, this one for you. Don't you see how it calls to you, speaks your name? You are gorgeous, darling. The colors, the line work, the gods weep in the presence of your beauty. No one has looked more stunning in a pebble grid design. Please, I, I, I cannot bear to gaze upon your perfection for too long. You can find this mesmerizing merch at inkandliar.com. Go and unleash your fabulosity today and help support Ink and Liar. Do stop by my shop again. You simply must tell me about all that, that adventuring thing. Well, ta-ta, darling. Extra, extra, read all about it. What's that you've got there, mister? Why, this right here is Nine Realms Gaming. Nine Realms Gaming? That's right. Top-notch gaming accessories made from some of the finest woods this side of the city has to offer. We got your dice vaults. We got your dice towers, dice trays, hero vaults, you name it. Oh, my! Careful now, don't swoon into traffic. You can mosey on down to their website now. Use exclusive partner code LIAR10 to get 10% off your purchase. What was that code again? That's LIAR10. L-Y-R-E-10 at NineRealmsGaming.com. Hurry, they're sound like hotcakes. so that you can begin to feel a little nauseous. Yea, though she walks through the valley of Ikea, she shall fear no wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
Oh wait, uh, does anyone have a lockpick? No! No, we don't need one! Yo! Happy Hello. New Year! Back. <laughs> we are back. Dylan, if you could center on the wine cellar for me, please, with cheese. We jump back in. Close. Good. Well, zoom out a little bit. <laughs> no, zoom out! <laughs> now, he's just, now he's just fucking with me. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> we jump back in. Finn and I, and I swear to God, Dylan, <laughs> Finn and I, and uh, and crew. What are you doing? How, I was how saying, does this I was, come? I'm there. That's what I was saying. Perfect, Dylan. Thank you. You will have the quill on hand, okay. staring at. <laughs> okay, you, the quill starts to blink. <clears throat> And then it begins to write again. It writes over the words in your library book now. I get another library book. <laughs> it goes, are you ready, my lord? And it's very sarcastic, <laughs> dripping with sarcasm. And then the, the, C, the C that he that he signs it with is very elaborate, curly Q um, at the top, and then just kind of going down. Hashtag dot, patience. dot, dot. <laughs> and he writes... <laughs> Hashtag patience. <laughs> <laughs> like the handwriting goes through, right? He would have seen that it suddenly went, I don't know what Finn's handwriting looks like, but as has got this. <laughs> so he would have recognized so he, it. He, 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 he adds to it. Your, your handwriting has improved immensely since last we spoke. <laughs> All the salt. Everyone's giving me so much salt. <laughs> <clears throat> Are we ready? Is, is everyone ready? I mean, I guess we really haven't prepared Cassius, but it'll be fine. We're going to lead him there. It'll be a surprise. Is someone distracting Zimmerman? Well, we already let her know about it, right? Ludin oh, and Prey. Yeah, we were both. We were all there. Um, so she knows she might want to be in the room, but I don't know if Cyprian's going to be super into that. Hey, Akron. You ready to see some totally non-human stuff going on? This ain't got nothing to do with us, man. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just kind of trying to keep up at this point. I got you. <clears throat> well, nothing to do with us, true friend of Cassius. Okay, it has a little bit of stuff to do with us. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. 
The question is, are you ready? <laughs> Underline you, Finn. And I'm guessing that's a yes. <laughs> it takes a second, but he said, I've been waiting. I swear, Finn. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go get Cassius. I'll be back. All right. You find Cassius out at the training grounds. He's just kind of beating, uh, beating against like some of these dummies. And you, the sword that he wields is kind of almost like a dance uh, as he kind of like moves along. Um, he does one of those like jump in the air kind of strikes on um, on the dummies. And uh, yeah, he's just kind of training. But hey, Cassius, that's cool. You're really good with that sword. He turns. Hello, Finlay. Hi. Thanks. Uh, just training. Nothing special. Maybe you want to take a break. Is Zemlin nearby? I'm not sure where she is, actually. Hmm. Okay. He's going to send, like, a a message to Esperis. Maybe you should go find Zemlin and let her know. So, maybe you'd like to take a break, Cassius. You know, take a walk, maybe get some wine down in the wine cellar. You receive a message back, like, let her know, let her know, or keep her busy. Comfortable with either one. Oh, no. <laughs> let her know that the time has come for Cassius to talk to his friend, and they may want some privacy. Right, on it. Make an investigation check for me, Esperice. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm really good at those. I fully don't even have uh, the forge open. <laughs> um, you can just roll and... Do you want me to roll a d20 for you? Yeah, my investigation is a plus one. You can just roll in uh, D&D Beyond. If you want. I don't know if it'll show up if I'm not on the forge. It didn't the other time. Okay, it should do it now. Did it do it? No. Cool, I got a nine. <laughs> you can't find her anywhere. I am favored by the gods and I'm going to add 2d4 to that check. <laughs> I feel like I'm probably <clears throat> still not going to get it even if I get a 17, but I'm going to try. Um, hmm. Okay. Okay. So now 16. You can't find her anywhere. Cool. Great. I send a message to her somewhere in the castle. As long as she's somewhere in the keep, it'll reach her then. Mm-hmm. Um, Zemlin, I have something important to discuss with you. If you would uh, meet with me on the roof, please. No response. Mm, rude. Great. I will um, go look for Groon or Sylvie. You uh, you do find Groon. He's just kind of chilling in the library. Have you seen uh, our guest Zemlin? I have not. Uh, she was watching you uh, at... 
Breakfast this morning. Great. Wonderful. Do you know where her room is? No? Yes, it's on the... Th I'm, I'm trying to think of where she would be on, like, room-wise. <laughs> she shares a room with uh, Cassius on the second floor, I believe. I'm going to send a message to him. I don't know where... Oh, no. Uh-oh, Deanna just froze. Just, the connection's bad with with the saltstone and, you know, just... Zimlin got her. <laughs> Cast counter spell. Oh, she's hey, back. Hey, <laughs> okay. I'm trying my best. I, I tell Finn that I can't find her and that Groom doesn't know where she is, but that she was watching us over breakfast, so she's probably doing something unhelpful to our situation. Perfect. Cool. So, Cassius, you want to take a walk, maybe? Take a break from all this sword fighting with the dummies? Sure. What is this about, Finn? You want to go into the wine cellar? Yeah, well, I mean, just, you know, thought it'd be a cool place to check out. Really haven't been down there at all. And I wanted to have is a Is there something you. that you want to tell me in private? Yes. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> I should have uh, just could, said you, that. <laughs> you you, you could have just said that, Finn. Uh, I should have just said that. Uh, Lauren, before yes. Finn comes downstairs and after Esperice has left, I would like to cast Pass Without a Trace on Loot and slowly uh, go into a corner and try and hide. See if I could be here for this conversation. Sure. So. You all make your way, or you make your way down the stairs into the wine cellar? This stealth check. It is dark. I uh, go ahead and cast that stealth check for me as you're making your way. Oh, natty twenty. Okay, so you thirty-two. You are you are you are the shadow in the night. You are the shadow. <laughs> I do want to pre prepare Cassius a little bit as they're walking. So Finn's just going to be like, "There's um somebody." That wants to see you. You kind of stand in this, in this uh, empty, very cold, dank wine cellar, and there is a ting, 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 like a like the rolling of wine on glass, or the the glass. You can hear the glass on the on the gravelly floor, and like Cassie just kind of looks over. And uh, begins, like, walking. He, he has his hand on his sword. He begins walking toward the sound. Um. There's no need to have your hand on your sword, Cassius. It's, it's okay. Do you, uh. I'll follow him, yeah. You, okay, you follow him? He, yeah. there, he, he heads on over to this section. Um, there, this it's very interesting because the wine over here on the shelves, there's no dust on them. Okay. That's really weird. <laughs> um, Cyprian, is that you? <laughs> God, I hope it's you. <laughs> no answer. Okay. 
gonna look through the bottles. With your with your passive insight, Finn, you notice this room is not lead lined. Okay. <laughs> is there like a, a door and make the- an investigation check? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> There's not any lead on these here walls. Um f- 15. Uh you you kind of you're looking around and like, "Huh. There's no there's no dust on these bottles. You're just kind of like ding 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 and you grab one and it just kind of like kind of like comes out, but it's still attached to the wall. And the wall begins to shift and the bottles begin to move upward and the and a massive, large lead line door opens into like a war room. And you see mats and chairs and um, the candles aren't, the candles immediately um, light. They weren't lit, but they immediately like ignite. And uh, you see just this beautiful, like hand carved um, stone long table and it's like a recreation of Aurora, very similar to the table from like Game of Thrones at Dragonstone. I will try and I guess slip into this room instead of the corner that I had so prepared for. Uh, You'll have to wait for them to enter. That's fine. I've just wanted to make sure <laughs> that it was known. Um, there, uh, you kind of uh, like. Cassius just kind of like leans his head in and then he looks back at you and you feel like a gust of wind just move past him. Wow, this place has a lot of secret doors and place things that wouldn't expect to be here. All right, well, this has lead in it. Let's go inside. Oh, gosh. (laughs) You walk in. And immediately as you guys walk in, go ahead and make another stealth check for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not keep my 42. All right, let's see what we got. Uh, stealth check. 37. Not too bad. You uh, just kind of like dart in, keeping to the shadows, remaining very quiet. And you kind of like hide behind a barrel within the room. And as all of you enter, the door begins to close. Finn, with your uh, make a make a perception check for me, please. Nat twenty, twenty-five. You hear footsteps in the corner of the room far corner of the room. He'll, uh... And you hear another set of footsteps with your net 20. Oh, God. (laughs) Finn will kind of... see anything. Finn will kind of take Cassius's hand and kind of step forward in front of him and look and see who... But I don't see anything else. Um, actually, you would probably recognize a third pair of footsteps with your natural 20. Sorry. Sorry, Christian. Natural 20. I got a 37. 
<laughs> Luden also got a natural 20. Oh, oh no, I did? got it on the first one, not the second one. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But I mean, if Finn notices, Finn notices. It's okay. Finn will glance towards where the corner of where Luden is, but he won't say anything yet. He'll just kind of look back to the two in front. You watch as invisibility is dropped. And you see Cyprian just, he looks at you, his eyes tired, demeanor somewhat strained. And he goes, that wasn't a lead-lined room, Finn. I don't know this place too well. Sorry. I told you it was a secret room. You don't just walk down into secret rooms. Well, sorry if I haven't been in many secret rooms. Who's with you? He knits his brow. Like, and he looks confused. Cyprian, who's with you? It's just me. Now, I, I need your permission that the words must be precise, that you are a friend of Cassius and you allow me to speak with him. But I heard another set of footsteps. There's no one there? Finn's going to kind of like step forward and try and look towards the direction where the other set of footsteps went. As you begin to, as you begin to kind of like look around, you hear a murmuring of words in the corner of the room. And as you kind of, you're like talking, I heard some, I heard another footstep in here. I swear you, your voice cuts off and no words come out. You're just like, You can't even hear your footsteps or the shifting of your feet as you move around. And then Cyprian looks back at you. He furrows his brow and he looks very severely at you like you set a trap for him. And and he surveys the room, his hand on the hilt of his dagger kind of staggering back. And you all watch as a cascade of color embers dispels invisibility and you see risen or as you all know her zemlin and reveals herself and an ethereal lantern floats by her side as it pulses out the silence you all are experiencing now unbridled fury burns behind her eyes as she stares into Cyprian. And she breathes heavily and she takes a few steps forward. And you watch as Cyprian begins to tremble slightly, like a wounded animal backed into a corner and his fingers are just shaking at the hilt of his daggers. And Risen's hands begin to move as she signs words to him, tense, and irritated. You've lost your touch. I could smell you a mile away. You're nothing but a rotting corpse. The words are cold and cruel. And Cyprian doesn't move. He swallows hard, never taking his eyes off her. And he remains quiet, And then with trembling hands, 
removes the grip on his daggers. He bows his head slightly, hands outstretched, palms upward, as if ready to accept her wrath and yielding completely. She walks slowly toward you all, the lantern moving alongside her. Ripples of silence following her movements. And Cassius looks to her and you, Finn, confused, and he signs to Risen. What are you talking about? What's wrong? What's going on? And as if snapped from a dream, Risen's gaze is torn from Cyprian to Cassius, a wolf shot through the heart. And the muscles in her cheek tense and her face softens slightly at Cassius. There's a love and a hurt there, but even more so, there's an understanding from the talks that you all had with her. Most significantly, the talk that she had with Esperice. She takes a few steps forward until she stands before Cyprian, and he looks up to meet her gaze, feeling that hatred upon his skin. You all watch as she rears back one of her hands and slaps Cyprian across the face, and his eyes flash closed from the impact as tears stream down her face. Even in the silence, you can feel the strain of breathing from her emotion as she stands before him. And her hands move once more, face deadly serious, and she speaks, moving her hands once more. I will hate you until my last breath. You have broken a trust that will never be repaired. You are just as you deserve to be. Even without my curse, you are just as you deserve to be. You are dead to all of us, Cyprian. You are invisible because you chose to be this way. You severed yourself from all of us the moment you decided your choices were above our trust. It's not my curse that makes you unreachable and voiceless. Deep down in whatever scraps are left in that hollow body of yours. You know it's you. Cyprian looks up at her, lips trembling as he tries to hold himself together, and two tears shriek down his face, not of blood as you all had seen before, and his head still tilted to the side from the aftermath of her slap, daring not to move. And you watch her take a deep breath, exhaling slowly, mouth parted as if each moment in his presence is a struggle. And she continues, say their names. Tell me the names of the ones you decided not to trust. You watch as Cyprian's lips tremble and he struggles to look at her as he signs each name. Ema. Brim. Tyler, Taya, 
risen. And he struggles with the last one, but she only takes a step forward. Cassius, his arms go limp at his sides. Cassius. I betrayed Cassius. His arms limp, broken, defeated. Risen looks up at him. I am no jailer. I love him. She moves her hands up and drops the silence. The lantern disappearing. She never takes her eyes off of him. Jaws clenched. She looks in pain. She glances at Cassius. Cassius brushes a few fingers over her cheek. He looks worried, concerned. This time she speaks, her words shaking as tears of anger stream down her face. And she looks Cyprian dead in the face. I am a friend of Cassius. I am his love. And you have my permission to speak with him. She turns on her heel. And as she leaves, she says, make it quick. Your mother will wonder where you went. And the sound of cracking glass fills the space. And you watch as this invisible barrier between Cassius and Cyprian fractures, both of their silhouettes distorted, and then all at once the barrier collapses in on itself. And Cassius blinks a few times, finally, after thousands of years, after all this time, you see recognition flood his features. And when Cyprian sees that, he lets out a guttural whimper and immediately falls to his knees before him, an uncontrollable cascade of tears as Cassius kneels before his friend and the words he'd held in for so long. I'm so sorry, Cassius. I'm so sorry. 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 Whispering over, over, over again. You watch Cassius meets him knee to knee lowering himself to his eye level and immediately embraces him. Cyprian's arms limp at his sides, shaking uncontrollably. And Cassius just holds his friend quietly. Cyprian. He doesn't say anything else. He just lets him cry and whisper that over, over and over again. What are you doing, Finalai? Finn kind of like shuffles back into like kind of the background and lets them have their moment. He's kind of standing probably by Luden, just kind of like letting them have their moment. 
we'll say that at this time you it would probably be best if you left and just let them have their moment they have a lot to talk about yeah he'll kind of glance over where he thinks Luton might be and he kind of gestures for the door you leave and you take the time to give them privacy letting them speak it's a couple hours five when all is said and done Cassius returns to you Finalai and he holds out a letter he wanted you to have this he? who's he? kind of smirks Cyprian oh oh okay is he gone already? Yes and no. He he couldn't stay. But he'll be back. How are you feeling? Like I'm waking up all over again. I hadn't seen him in so long. I had known he existed for longer. It was good to see my old friend. I forgive him. I don't... I know Risen will never forgive him. But we're all imperfect. Yes. You know what we're gonna eventually have to do, right? I personally would love to eventually kill that mother of his. I think at this point he deserves to be free. (laughs) He hasn't been his own master for a very, very, very long time. And no one deserves to be a prisoner. Thank you, Cassius. Finn's going to step forward and, like, hug him. I knew you would understand. He hugs you back and he says, No, thank you. Thank you. You can go ahead and thank Riz, too, for uh, letting that happen. I think she's going to need a moment to herself. That's probably true. We're going to be leaving soon. We have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. (laughs) There's no room for mistakes. But. Thank you, Finn. And he will kind of like pat you on the back firmly grasp you by the shoulder and just kind of like nod and he will take leave. And Luden go find Cassius? Sure. Yeah, he, he definitely would. He's not going to say anything to Finn. He's just going to go try and find him after he has his conversation with Finn real quick. He just has like a couple of 
like literally just one question. Um, sure. And he'll he'll walk over and he'll just be like, "Hey, Cassius, Luden. Uh, name Cyprian mean anything to you?" He smiles. Okay, cool, cool. Um, how do you feel? I'm just a little bit conflicted. Feel like I woke up, but part of me feels a little bit conflicted. You angry or anything? Like what? How do you feel about not having that memory for a while? At first, I think I was angry, but I, I know why Risen did it, and I wish she hadn't. I truly, truly wish that she hadn't. I don't think anyone likes their memories and their mind played with in any sort of way. I certainly don't. But that doesn't mean I can't understand her motives and why she does what she does. And it doesn't mean I can't understand Cyprian's. It doesn't mean I have to agree. It does feel like a big part of me was missing. And I'm I'm glad to have it back. Okay. Thank you. Um Yeah, thank you. Of course. All right. I'll, I'll be in the library if you want to speak more. Yeah, thanks. I'll I'll leave you alone. You've had a, a long day. And Luden will go back to his room and think, I guess. Then do you open the letter. Yes. You unfold the parchment and find two very simple words. No name signed, but you are familiar with the penmanship after all this time. You read the words. Thank you. You unfold the other piece of paper to find a banknote from a private vault in Digbrand for 15,000 gold pieces. is going to fold up the little thank you note put it like in one of his little pockets in his cloak and he'll take the uh, bank note and he just kind of looks at it and shakes his head a little bit but he knows the group will be happy so he'll go try and find Luden, Esperese, Akron, Prey, Samson where are you guys? <laughs> uh Esperis has been hovering, maybe with Prayari if they're trying out their patented, we're 60 feet away, just kind of vibe. Oh, we're here if you need us, but totally not, you know, <laughs> waiting for terrible things to happen. We're just kind of over here. Look at this molding on the on the walls. So nice. Hey. Hi. Looks like we got our first sponsor. He'll hold out the banknote. 
That's nice. Uh, Cyprian. And it went well. Good. Good. That's very, that's very good. I am. Shall I call everyone together? Yeah, yeah. I just, I would kind of give Cassius and um, Riz some space. Sounds like they are processing everything. Message, 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 message. Just around (laughs) pinging everyone that we're meeting in this location. Things went well. Folks want to talk. You are being pinged. I send out a pager alert. Akron appears shortly after. He was on the roof, probably. Um, Samson's probably busy. He probably doesn't show up. A little will come down. So, um, we have 15,000 gold to put behind our cause. And we should probably start sending letters, I guess. To who we need to. And no one's dead, so it went really well. Wonderful. Great. Yeah. Um, I guess start writing letters. Okay. You'll... You all start writing letters to the various individuals um, for the sake of time. Um, We can kind of like gloss over roughly the details of that. Um, Is there anything specific that you would like to do before you return to the orchard? I'm going to go to the Vardo. There's a, a specific drawer that I've been filling with dried tea leaves for like four months. And I'm just going to clean it out, empty it. Okay, that's depressing. Uh, It's never been used. It's not like anyone goes to get them. It's a full of whatever. It's been used. Ben drinks tea. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Sure, he does. <laughs> I guess Luna will go chill in the Vardale. Go just chill with Samson. There's a, a lot bit. of passive aggression over there, so it's it's, <laughs> it's a great place for Luna to be. Yeah, well, he's he 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 doesn't even notice it. He's still thinking about where Cassie is and all that stuff in the Middle East and shit, isn't it? But he'll be around. <sighs> Esperis is going to write some letters. Before she goes um, to her dad, her real dad, Arete, um, to her siblings, to uh, the temple. Um, and she's going to write a letter to Zemlin that I will write and send to you later. Um, and then she'll spend a little bit of time talking with the staff about Snonk and Snonk's needs and maybe Volpa and Volpa's needs if Volpa's going to be staying here. I don't know if she's coming with us. Volpa is coming with. Okay, cool. <laughs> insists on going with Samson. Okay. Um, and making sure things are arranged, talking with Groon. She's 
micromanaging stuff that isn't super important. Like a wedding coordinator. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. That's it. Um, All right. I would like to, uh, at some point, find Prey and um, just talk to her for a sec. So, oh, you can come with there to get her a new eye patch. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he'll just kind of uh, walk up next to you and just be like, um, he uh, he, he, he doesn't he doesn't quite look you in the eye. He's like, your highness. No needs for that. Ah, Gladius, fine. So humble. Um. So yeah, I just uh, I just kind of wanted to check in. Um, after the whole uh, you know, dream debacle. Um. Yeah, I don't know if you know, but uh, Losum kind of like charged me with your general safety and well-being you know, at least for the time being. So, you know, I mean, you seem okay, but are you like, do you need anything? Can I like get you something? Thank you. Um, well, my well-being tends to be, seems to be something uh a bit too much to worry about for either of us, but I'm I'm okay. And how are you? Um <laughs> a little overwhelmed, honestly. A little nervous. Uh you know. Um, that thing that we fought in there. I mean you I don't know if you saw it or not, but it was enormous. I got turned into a treant. Um, By the creature or? No, that was Samson. Um, okay, he does that. Yeah. yeah it's usually you guys an are, eight. Uh, hey, you guys are uh, full of surprises. Um, but, you know, we got a, you know, uh, I knew, we knew about Elrixis and now I'm learning about this, this whole seven situation here. And it's, uh, it's just kind of a lot. So, uh, well, I wanted to ask, like, how, when you face her, mm-hmm. how are you going to take her down? I don't know. Um, well, I mean, like, you're... By any means necessary. Yeah. You're like heir to the throne. So do you have some kind of like ancient fey magic running through your veins that are like obliterator? Uh, Samson says something will happen to me there or flowers will bloom. Um, okay. Nice. I don't know. Um, I have this and she'll just like manifest her sight. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> so, so what? Like a beheading or something? Is that what? Is that what we're gonna do here? Mm-hmm. Sorry. I. I. I, I, 
I ramble when I'm nervous. Um, I guess just <sighs> Lowstone and everyone, you know, they're counting on us. They're counting on you. And right. this is one of the biggest responsibilities I've ever had. And I can only imagine that's probably like tenfold for you. So I want you to know that you have my support and you have my my armor and my magic and anything else that you might need. Uh, the Feywild is my home and even though I'm human, and if, if if you are if you are its queen, then you are my queen as well. And he will bow. She'll just like get down at his level. She's trying to make eye contact. Have you ever been there? Um, not exactly. I've. heard a lot about it though and i've seen it you know i've seen the portals from the uh from the orchard from the orchard but never actually set foot what did it look like through the portals oh beautiful just the colors and and the clouds and the way it all kind of blends together, it, 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 it looks otherworldly, like a painting. It doesn't look real. It looks like if you reached out and touched it, you would just I think my brothers and sisters would like that. Would you stay there? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you know, if you would ask me that a couple of days ago, I would have said yes without hesitation. But being with, being here with you guys, well, Luden mostly, uh, I don't know. I'm starting to feel things that I haven't felt in a while. Human things. And <laughs> trying to figure out how to process all of that. So I might I might I might stick around for a little longer. Just a little. That's good. I think we should all find where we belong. Yeah. Hey, she's gonna clap him on the back. He, he'll he'll, stay, he'll stand at attention. <laughs> we will find where we belong. We're coming back from this. Yes, of course, Your Highness. Prayaria is fine. Okay, Prayaria. Is there anything else anyone else would like to do before we return to the orchard? Real quick. So Finn would like to let the Saltstone staff know that Snonk is the Lord and 
he will leave the necklace with them that allows them to communicate with the pig. And do you tell Groon this? Yes. And he's like straight face and serious the whole time. He's just like, Snonk is going to be the Lord of Saltstone in my place. And here's a necklace to speak with him. And please just try to make him comfortable and give him anything he wants or ask for. He's just probably going to ask for food. Make sure he has a nice soft place to sleep. He's going to be really sad. I'm sorry. The pig is Lord of Saltstone in your absence. I mean, he, I, he thinks so. So just make him feel like he is, I guess. Oh, you want me to play pretend? In more or less, yeah. Please? Please? <laughs> like his eyes start twitching? I don't get paid enough for this. Thank you, Groon. <laughs> and we'll go he just grumbles and stomps off. As a success. So Vin will go into his room and he will empty out his bag. He will leave the shade, uh, the atrocities of the shade witch with prey. He will leave that on her bag. Uh, but he will be um, emptying out his, his beloved fennel fob books and all of the library books that he's stolen up to this point. And he will be putting them on the shelf to stay and he will be taking in their place. Horrible nonfiction books on <laughs> abjuration, illusion, or not illusion, let's see. Uh, all the ones, abjuration, that we haven't, transmutation, evocation, divination. There's, he'll, he'll take all the ones he can find and try to stuff them into his bag. So you replace the books you love with the books that make Finelai want to sleep. Yes, but oh. Finelai... And I know he's grown up so quickly. Yeah, it's the worst. But he knows they're necessary and that he needs to research while they're out there. So Samson. What is Samson feeling? I want to know what Samson is about to return home. What is going on with Samson right now? I want to. I want. I want an emotion vibe check. Emotional vibe check from Samson. <clears throat> um, I think that Samson is in a uh, in kind of like a resolute kind of mode um, I think he has decided that like he feels as though he's so close to achieving his goals that there's nothing that could there's there's no problem he could ever face and nothing that would ever be placed in front of him that he would not overcome in order to get back now um, so I think he feel he's feeling very determined. I think he I think he's feeling very passionate. Um and I would equate like his mindset to that of like an Olympic athlete that's been okay. training their whole like they've been training for the last two to three years for 
this specific event and now they're at the Olympics and they're getting ready to perform at their absolute best to achieve their goals. And that's kind of the, that kind of, that kind of determination, that kind of fire is where Samson is right now, emotionally. Okay. Wonderful. As you all prepare for this final trek where you enter the bay pile, there's there's an air of kind of anxiety a little bit, nervousness for some of you, determination for others, and... The unknown for most of you. What lies on the other side of this portal? Will Erolai keep her promise? So many unanswered questions. It's hard to sleep. Esperice, you are teleporting this group. What? This is the first time Esperice is going to use her teleportation. What does this look like? As as you gather your friends in the morning, um, the jitters, what, is, what does this look like this moment? Um, the kind of setup that she has to, to, to make here, the actual ring of the teleportation circle, Finn would recognize is pretty similar to what she built to try to... to call up on Levy that one time. It's got the uh, braided plants and twined flowers that she learned from Rumblace in these more face symbol that moves around the interior of the circle. Um, it's fairly unassuming. It does have a scent like everything else she does, but until everyone is ready to go, it just looks like somebody got a little fancy in the park. It's just a pretty little flower mandala on the ground that she prepares and stands beside. And is everybody um, ready? Is this... Avril, are you ready? He takes your hand. As long as you are. Step inside. And if you will all step into her little flower circle, she will, um, you don't have to hold hands technically for the spell, but it is a nice touch if you're all <laughs> feeling it. Are you holding the hands of whoever's next to her? Uh, that's me. I hold Prey's hand. Absolutely. I'll hold Prey's other hand. Yeah. I'll reach out if... Finn will take Esperice's hand and Akron's because he knows feels tension on the other side of the circle. Loon's just over there not holding hands with them. <laughs> He's like <laughs> holding hands with himself. <laughs> Brooding. Just chilling. Is the Vardo also in this circle? Like, how are we? Hey, it can be a big circle, right? It's a big circle. Yeah, it's a, big old, it's a lot of open space on the inside. <laughs> okay. Luden's holding the Bardo's hand. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Vulpo's uh. on somebody's shoulder. It's perfect. Um, and essentially, she'll, she'll take a second. 
glance around at you a little bit nervously, cast her eyes down to the ground and kind of murmur under her breath a very, <laughs> it's a very mishmash combination of like old elvish Ramblazian prayer and sylvan and common that essentially amounts to just saying that we are ready. And then uh, similar to the wall of fire, that sort of um, aurora borealis shape, but instead of being traditional oranges and yellows and sunsets that they've always been, it's that bright green that you might see in the north, the sickly green that lights up around the circle and fades around your ankles and your legs, warm and bright and buzzing with static electricity. And it fades up our bodies as we... Lauren, where would take us there? All right. Oops, I accidentally popped that out. You, uh, you feel this surge of magic once more. I like to think that this—it smells good too. That seems very—it's that seems very on brand for Esperis. Very heady incense, like really strong, uh, like the smoky scent that we got in the what was the hookah bar in Sable. It's that kind of vibe. It's a very heavy feeling. <laughs> that fresh patchouli? <laughs> is that fresh patchouli? I love that. The in among the flowers is some patchouli, yes. <laughs> you all return to the orchard. Various preparations have been made while you were gone, and you see Losum has gathered um, the entirety of this camp to leave at the moment's notice, which has come now. And immediately, you begin making your way back to this fetid area within the forest near the orchard. It's an hour or so from the orchard, and the trees begin to look sickly, just as you all remember, covered in that familiar pus-like fungus that you saw, the remnants of your home, Prayard. And the trees grow closer together, blotting out the sun, the roots groan as the forest wheezes under the sickness of the shade witch and the stench of the rotting organic life here. It is absolutely revolting. The ground is muddied and slurried as you walk through. Only this time, you are not alone. At your backs, loathsome, and the hundreds of banished fae. Centaurs, satyrs, pixies, redcaps, and arch fae, cursed, just like Samson. Follow in your footsteps to the gateway. You approach this massive fae oak, and just as Arlai said, she is nowhere to be found. Seeing this, I think Prey will um, reach behind her, back like a pouch, and take out a little, um, a little flower made out of um, various stones and rocks and wire that she made, and she will just leave it as like a thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right, I see you. 
Ludin. Okay. Ludin's looking for the keys. Make uh, an investigation check. Uh, alright. Well, well. If anybody wants to help him. While he's doing that, I remember there was something that we had to do. Yes, it was zinnias, violets, and honeycomb. Mm-hmm. Is that what we... Can we That's say right. that we gathered those things? Yes. Esperies has bags full of flowers for her spellcasting at this point, so she'd be able to get those to you. Yeah, I'm just going to use locate object. Look for the keys that way. You can't. Oh, is the magic Remember? field still up? Yeah. Oh, cool. Never mind that. That's why you need the keys. That's fair. I got a 14 to look for the keys. Um, she, it doesn't take you long. You see, isn't very high um, because she told you where she would put them. Uh, you look around the roots. It, it does take a second because the base, like this tree is so massive. The trunk is just huge, at, mm. like a redwood. Um, and you make your way around just kind of looking at the roots and you do see them kind of glimmering. Um, very easy spot in one of the kind of like holes that have been kind of alcoved out. And you do see all three. It'll take all three. Uh, throw one to Samson, throw one to Akron. Be like, all right, so. And I guess I'll throw the last one to Prearia. Are we ready? No, one moment. Um, Espris, do you have those flowers we talked about earlier? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Take them out and give them. Okay. I go. I take. I take. I take the flowers and I take the honeycomb um, that we had that we we've gathered for this exact moment because there, there was we needed to signal um, we needed to signal Samir moments before we opened the portal so we'd have a few hours on that side to make sure we get over here to take care of it and so uh, I, I I I do a quick check looking around to make sure everyone's ready because once we start this process. We're going to need to open the portal in the next, you know, couple minutes. Do a quick look around and, and check. Is everyone ready for this? Luden's bow is out. Uh, all of his arrows have been turned into his fake killing arrows. He has one notch just in case, and he's looking at wherever this portal is going to go. As Breeze is yeah. white knuckle gripping uh, Avril's hand. He, he senses your nervousness, and he just... He take he takes one of your he takes the hand that you're white knuckling, puts it in the other one, and then wraps an arm around you like this, just kind of pulling you in a little closer. Okay. It's gonna be all right. Okay, go ahead. Fine. There's a delay. <laughs> okay. The tableau is formed, and then the camera pans to Prayaria. <laughs> Is that it? You're good. <laughs> yeah, Avril was just like, it's going to be okay. I love you. I'm your big brother. All those fun things. And then Bruce was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Swear to God, we've done this before. Okay. <laughs> okay, she's going to look at Samson. And um, they're just going to look back at everybody who's 
followed them here. And she's going to like use her full like fey presence, whatever that there is. And like head lifted, she's going to address everyone and say, please, please have faith in me. And my people. We are going to get you back where you belong. We are all going back where we belong. Then she's gonna nod at Samson. Everyone is inspired. I I I, I, I get in the nod from Bernaria. I turn around and I take the honeycomb and I mash it up, making it look kind of this like white kind of gooey, waxy sort of paste, and I start to um, draw on the um, on the fey oak itself. I find like a little root or something that's relatively flat, and I kind of like take the wax and move it into what looks like a horn or a bugle of some kind, some sort of, you know, something that's like this, the horn of silent alarm that Aaron there gave me. And I shape that in, I take the zinnias and I put all those, uh, sparse them along, make it look like it's got like a way to play it, like a flute or something. Um, and just make something that looks very nice and pretty and cute and all those things as we move around everywhere. And we get moved. And as I, as I do that and I draw all those, everything onto this horn all into one place, um, I will, while holding the key, since I can do some magic, I'll go to like touch the side of it. And it looks like it begins to move as if wind were passing through the bugle on the other side. But there's no sound from here, just on the, over in the wilds. And I turn back to look at everyone. I say, five minutes. Then we go. I'll gather. I'll gather the keys from Luden and Prairia, and uh, or I'll gather Luden's key and my key, and I will hand both of those keys to Prairia, so that she may activate the portal when the time is right. Is a very meaningful look as he does this. You notice, as where you left it, those three keyholes in that knot in the tree. It's in a rotted out knot. The final piece. Uh, when the time comes, she will. Who's going to unlock the door? Prairie's doing it right now. Right? Yeah. Here we oh go. My God. Here we go. Oh God. Okay, she's keeping her head held high and she is walking as regally as she can possibly manage. And she's going to one by one unlock this portal. As you click the final key and turn, there's silence for a You feel a little bit of a rumble beneath you, as if the roots are becoming 
alive once more. And you watch as power surges through the base of the tree, cracking at the bark. And the cracks begin to form an oval at the base of the tree. The rotting bark sloughing off. And as each piece falls off, you see this jet of light, of beautiful, vivid orange and reds. And then as the final piece of bark falls and a very bright light is cast through this doorway, a warm breeze hits your faces. Lilacs, honey, pollen, the oranges and reds of the eternal sunset shooting out from the gateway. And even this little bit of light through this gateway, it warms you. And stepping through with a proud smirk on his face is Samir. He takes a deep breath, strolling up to you all. Don't know how you convinced Starlay to leave this gateway. That's a tale that I am very eager to hear more of. What more on that later? Lost a few men getting it, but as promised, I do believe that this belongs to you. He slowly reveals a small wooden box and kneels down before you, Prayaria. And you watch as he does so, and every other fey creature kneels down as well. She swallows, but doesn't say anything about it this time. Just looks down at the box. He holds it out to you. Okay. Uh, she takes it, and not knowing what to expect, she will carefully open it. As you open it, he kind of like smirks again, and he says, Don't be too disappointed. I promise I'm not asking you to marry me as much as that may pain you. And he winks at you as you open the box. And inside you see the most beautiful flower. What does it look like, Prayaria? Well, the flower is a translucent ghostly white from stem to stamen. And it it's a long it has a long stem full of leaves. And at the end, it droops over into a very almost sad-looking flower, somewhere between a rose and a tulip. And inside, it glows a little, like there's a tiny star in the middle.
this flower near the pistol, you see as you kind of, as it opens, it immediately reacts to your presence. You see magic glittering from within, like pollen caught on the on a very still breeze. And you feel a very strong pull towards this flower. It feels almost desperate. And it whispers to you. Hold me. Hold me. She absolutely will. She will reach in and scoop out the flower very delicately. What happens when you take this flower, Prayoria? Does your appearance change at all? I haven't thought about the very very. I don't know, like, um, you know, like in Twilight when Bella becomes a vampire? Yeah. Like, she's still her, just more. Gets even hotter. (laughs) (laughs) She sparkles. (laughs) And I imagine, like, her hair turns white like the flower. Ooh. The pollen begins to kind of dance around your skin as if you are the flower itself and the life and magic is emanating from you. And Samir smiles. Lovely. That has not been in the hands of your family for a very long time. It's your sigil. The true sigil of the gloaming court. And he looks to you, narrowing his eyes for a moment. And then he looks at Samson. And then he looks down at the flower knowingly. Did we just lose? Oh, I thought we did. We lose. For- <laughs> I thought we lost. I was like, no. <laughs> we are jumbled. It's fine. I am the queen of the play. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> and you feel that pull again, Prayari. Deep down in your gut. And you look at Samson. And you hear the flower whisper once more. Loyal soldier cursed by the traitor. Make him whole. Make him whole. And you get the sense if you wanted, you could return Samson to his true form.
just kind of lets out a breath almost almost like a relieved sob and she will walk over to Samson and um, she will reach for his hands and say my friend I have only ever known you like this I cannot wait to see what she will be. And she will press the flower to his hands and cup her hands around his. And will him back to what he was. Samson, the pollen dances around your skin. You feel this intense sensation. What happens? Okay. Um, Alright, so Paul, the the flower pollen needs to sort of go all over Samson and, and, and the magic begins to flow through him and then beginning in his hands and running up all of these flower petals that match the flower and the whites of now prairie's new hair um, start to fall off of his form as if the magic is falling off of him that just runs all the way up his arms and up to his face and all over his body and all these white petal flowers kind of fall off all at the same time as they wash over him um and Samson obviously doesn't, he's not a tiefling, doesn't, he's from the Feywild, so um, his relative, his, his art, his Fey body returns. Um, if, it, if it's, uh, if it's his true form, right, Samson, um, his tiefling form was an extremely tall individual, like, like as we as we all know, like six four, six five, with the with the large horns that go back. But now um, he shrinks a great deal, like six inches or so. He's he could not be six foot now, probably like five eleven, five ten, somewhere in that range. Um, he's significantly skinnier um, than he was than he was before. He was a bulky kind of tiefling. Um, he's got extremely elongated ears. They kind of go up and then all the way back. They kind of drip down past his shoulders. They're not pointed in deep. Um, <clears throat> he is... The eyes are the same. Eyes are always the same. They're that orange kind of um, everlasting sunset color. And uh, he's missing... His, it, the, some of the things from his previous world f- followed over. So his... Uh, one of his ears is missing where the horn was broken. The new form took that on. So there's one of those that are missing. And then the tattooed chains are still there uh, on his form. And um, yeah, Samson looks super archfey. His, his his skin is a almost like, it's the same kind of like, it's the same kind of tones and all that stuff. Yeah, he shrinks a lot, and he's back 
to his normal form. Ta-da! Samir beams and he walks up to you and says, Good to have you back. Sorry it took so long. You know, it really hasn't been that long, if I'm being honest. Just a few years, right? Just good to be back. Thank you, Krayar. Didn't have to do that now. We haven't even even solved the problem yet. Not even on the throne. Why would I wait? Well, for one thing, I was much easier to reach things before. Uh, But now... (laughs) Now you're short I stuff. I can handle that for both of us. Thank you. Hey, how tall are you, Luden? Uh, I'm 6'2". Oh, okay. <laughs> this is six feet tall. <laughs> He's, as the children say, a short king. <laughs> it's, just, it's just me and Finn now, under six feet, hanging out over here. Uh. He kind of holds out an arm to both you, both you and Samson. He goes, shall we go home? She'll give one last look to everyone behind her and take his arm. Let's go. He continues to hold out an arm for Samson and he looks at you and he kind of bows his head and he says, come on. I'm the one who's been looking great next to you for a long time and now it's time for you to do me a favor. I'm going to run in and just sprint past. (laughs) He shakes his head. Goes sprinting home. And he just shakes his head laughing. He goes, damn, (laughs) asshole. And uh, he escorts you in, Prayaria. You all... Begin making your way through the portal, and you are greeted with the warmth and wonders of the Feywild. The trees are large and lush. Everything seems to have an opalescent sheen to it. The air you breathe makes you a little lightheaded for a moment. There's this dance of magic that glows like fireflies throughout the forest, and you now stand in it. A large breath of wind swims through the fields, and a flurry of dandelions take to the sky, and you find that they aren't dandelions at all, but tiny, very slim pixies flurrying into the sky, attempting to control themselves and anchor themselves from the massive gust of wind, dancing on the breeze. And you look behind you to see the origin of this wind. And you see a small herd of dragonflies and butterflies the size of griffins. One very large purple butterfly with gold and green markings bows to Samir, fanning its wings as if to bow in respect. And Avriel kind of like holds you closer in anticipation that you might be afraid, Esperice. 
And Samir looks at you, Samson. Thought we might need a quick ride, and I brought an old friend you might like to see. I say brought, honestly, but I'd be lying if I didn't mention him threatening me. Threatened to toss me off a cliff if he wasn't here to welcome me back home. And Samson, there's an impatient paw at the ground as another creature pushes the dragonflies and butterflies aside. What do your companions see emerge toward you? Okay, um, there is a uh, a horse-like creature coming coming out towards us. It it, it has um, it, it it looks it looks like a horse, except it has uh, it has it has wings like a Pegasus would. The wings are made of the this kind of like barky kind of like. They're they're made of bark like pine, and they go they go back um, all the way down. It's green body that looks like it's made of grass, like lush green grass is what what's like coat would be. And then his wings are pine bark. And as he comes closer to Samson, it Samson reaches out and hugs him around the neck like you hug horses, and like pets him real tight. And like when he when he uh, when he pets him on the neck and like nuzzles him real close. Um, the the creature's mane like lights up with fire, and like is all oh, that whole thing turns fire all the way down the back. Bright brightens the grass, sizzles a little bit. You can smell that smoke a little bit, and then it dies down to a small like candle filter, uh, or, or or candle flicker. Um, as, as Samson meets his old friend the horse, you feel Volpa just kind of like. Ears back, tail foofed out, just kind of like hunched. And like as the ground just singes, she jumps back behind your knees and just. I'm petting my I'm petting my old horse. Just like, oh, my God, she's heartbroken. She begins to sniff at you. (laughs) Oh, she starts like. Your scent, your scent, completely different and changed. I mean, if if she starts to nuzzle at me and stuff, I'll reach down and pick her up and introduce the two of them and let them get acquainted. It's very like like nose to nose, sniffing, barely touching, and then every time one nose gets too close and boops the other, like there's a a a snort from Volpa, and just kind of like a bear, like a bearing of teeth without any noise that kind of like chatters a little bit. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Do you guys have special horses amounts from the Feywild that you're familiar with, or will this be a new experience for everyone riding dragonflies? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get on the back of my get on the back of my horse now and saddle up, being the tallest one here now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about the rest of you, but I've never ridden dragonfly. I've written so many dragonflies. I mean, it's just like, you know, everything that we do in the human world. Hello, dragonfly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like riding a horse. There's a saddle and everything. It'll be just fine. And then I, I, I take Volpa. I hold her close. I give the 
uh, and Samia's right. We need to hurry up and get on on ahead. We need to. And so I, I give, I give the the horse a, a couple clicks on the side, and we begin to run and take off. And the flame, the flames on the main rise again, and we just start careening off into the distance, hoping that you all will fo- follow. Because this was a quick process. We were getting people in and getting them on dragonflies and getting them out where they can be safe. Because we don't want our Rixus to find us here. I will attempt to get on a dragonfly that I've written so many times before and definitely know how to ride and try and follow. (laughs) Avril will get on a butterfly and will hold his hand out to you, Esperice. I will. Oh, I'll get on. Yes. She will absolutely get on the back of his butterfly because she does not know how to do any of it. He assumed. Yeah. <laughs> and he 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 puts he has you put his your arms around his waist to hold on tight. And he just like he's he's done this before. Uh he, he um he takes the reins and uh he kind of looks over uh Finn and Finn, Ludin, uh the rest of you, Prayaria, um, Akron. Do you guys just kind of get on? Yeah, Finn will try to get on carefully without touching its wings. Just be like petting its head, like <laughs> trying to be like... Uh, all of you make an animal handling check. Um, I'm, I'm going to talk to mine, by the way. Okay. Like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be asking him questions like, hey, do I need to, What what is comfortable? How do I do this whole thing throughout this entire process? You're, you get on a dragonfly? Yeah, I'm like, hey, man. You talk, that's right, you can talk to animals. He goes, all right, all right, here's the deal. You pull my antennas, and I will throw you off my back so hard that you'll go right back through that tree. All right, I won't pull your antennas. I got you. What do I need to do? How is this going to work? Okay, so you 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 see the reins. All right, gets on. Yeah, I got the reins. Yeah, teach Good me. God, why, why is there a human on my back? Right, that's the question. That's the question <laughs> we're asking. Let's go. What we do next? <laughs> okay, just hold on. You clearly have no clue what you're doing. I got you. Let's go. You're going to die soon anyway, so. <laughs> oh yep, I, that's exactly what's going to happen. This is the Feywild, everybody. <laughs> you just, <laughs> and it just takes off and you're like, uh, whoosh, you just hold on. Um, and uh, and uh, you almost fall off as you're trying to hold on with all my, like all of your might. And the wind is blowing past you. Uh, Prairie Finn, and Akron. Meanwhile, Finn has a 28, so he's just like petting the dragon, like, you're so cute. What's your name? Can you talk? Oh, look at you. It's nice to meet you, too. All right, I think so. I'll take the reins because he sees them and he's like, all right, let's go. I'm ready when you are. He just. Uh, <laughs> uh, Akron and Prayaria? Uh, I rolled a 17. Okay. Um, do you pick a butterfly or a dragonfly? Dragonfly, of course. Hop on a dragonfly? Yeah, hop on a dragonfly. We ride out, baby. Let's go. <laughs> you, uh, you and, and Prearia? Uh, 18, and she will also choose a butterfly. Uh, Avril just kind of holds on to Esperis for a moment, and he looks at the two of you, and uh, he goes, Just take the reins. Don't pull on their antennae. They hate that. And Avril just kind of leans back at you, Esperice. 
Are you ready? I don't touch anything on the butterfly, right? I'm just on the back. He kind of smiles at you. You'll be fine. <laughs> this one's a nice one. Yeah. The least grumpy, I assure you. The rest are pretty... Dragonflies tend to be a little bit more grumpy than butterflies. No. Already. And he um he take he he put he wraps his arms around your arms holding on to him to kind of secure and then with one hand he launches it into the air and it just takes off and there's this gust of wind as you rise into the sky Prayaria and Akron the others uh, begin to lift as well and uh, Finn you your your ears just kind of looks at you for a moment as you've been talking to it. And, just, and then it realizes the others are taking off and it is like, oh, and it just begins to flutter as well and begins hovering off into the sky. And Samir kind of sides back up to Samson and Prayaria on his butterfly. And he smiles and says, welcome home. Let's get started. And that's where we'll end tonight's session. Oh yeah, this is gonna be such a fun time in the Feywild. <laughs> We're already it, we, we the all, last. We, we just here got thirty here. seconds. I've already I, pissed somebody off. I don't get it. We, 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 <laughs> we've been bugs. It's the best. <laughs> we've been here for three minutes. Two of us look different, and we, we just rode the dragonfly. <laughs> And you didn't introduce us to your horse, Samson. We didn't even get its name. He we said, oh, this is my horse. Hiya! Its name is Horse. This is my horse. His name is Horse. This is Horse. Yeah, he doesn't have a name. This is Horse. Did we level up? Um, What level are you guys? 10. 1. 11. 11. 2. 11. 11. Are we saying numbers? I like saying numbers. Seven. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Wait, really? Wow. Yeah, we'll, we'll say you leveled up. Awesome. All right, let's roll. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I will find us someone to raid. Oh, actually, Daniel will find me someone to raid because I got to thank all our awesome watchers in chat this evening. Thank you. Game player 3009 for the resub. They are at 12 months. Look at you and your year sub. Woo, woo, woo. Um, thank you so much for supporting us. And of course, Flock Obama for the resub, 14 months. Woo woo. Uh, Hawkeye with the raid of four. Uh, Flock Obama for the cheer of 100 bits. Dual meaning for the raid of nine. Wrath's rage for the follow. Flock Obama for the gifted 10 community subs. Thank you so much. Uh, Faye Moira Firebeard for the follow. And Flock Obama for the gifted sub to Faye Moira. Fate, Moira, uh, Firebeard. Thank you all so much. If you enjoyed our show this evening, you can find us every Monday here on Fate's End at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Wednesdays, we have our Wild Beyond the Witchlight show. Uh, it is it is our Iron Valor where we run different Wizards of the Coast modules. And right now we are running Wild Beyond the Witchlight. Deanna DMs that. And you can also find Danny and Raina in that show as well. And that is Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I know, this, I know the time is wrong on a... On our commercials, I haven't updated it yet, but it's 8.30. It's 8.30 p.m. Central Time. And you can join us Wednesday. You can join us Wednesday for that. Uh, other than that, thank you all so much for joining us this evening. 
we are going to raid Behold Roleplay. So stick with us so we can share the love. Thank you all so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. We'll see if Dylan's hanging